Hello, Panther fans. Howdy. Howdy. Hello. And welcome to another edition of the Hell Podcast. I'm your host, J.R. Robinson, Pikeville High School class of 2010. Over to my right is my idiot brother and also Lightning and Mr. TP. Yep. Can't change it. Yep. Regional final. Can't change it. Yep. Mr. Heath Robinson, Pikeville High School class of 1995. Good And over across the table from me is the master of chi, our Hall of Famer, the owner of the Prespa's Porch and the Honeycomb Hideout, Mr. Douglas Powers, Pikeville High School class of 1997. And, man, what an eventful week uh, week yeah. that's it's like the wild. funnest week of my year every single year this year it was the best though well if you hadn't noticed we have a 59th district champion girls on the show last week our highest rated show since november since uh, the basketball preview and man they were fun to have yeah. out here it was good to have guests yeah it was a for good the first group time, too. In a long time you know yes. they you could tell they loved doing it yeah hopefully we get them on after a regional championship That'd be nice. that would be wonderful well Doug, you, are, you told them you were going to cook them surf and turf that's right man it's surf and turf if they, if they win yeah hashtag if, surf and turf if they win got to win it's going to take a month and we're going to get into what that game hey Doug, what are you going to do if they win the sweet 16 like flying roof chris or something man we're going to get Gordon Ramsay over here well, to cook him yeah. something. I, I'm basically Gordon Ramsay of Eastern Kentucky. Right? <laughs> oh, God. But I'm going to have to I think quit. long and hard about a Sweet 16 win dinner. So that, that's going to take some thought. If we yeah, win that's... state, I, I I hate to see what everybody's going to do. I'll have crab legs. I don't you win know. state, Coach, we'll get you two secretaries. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Not like, so. A lot to cover. We're going to start with boys, but before we do that, Let's get into the shout-outs. Bub, shout-out. Uh, my shout-out goes to uh, the folks who run the uh, 15th Region Tournament, uh, Kevin Garris and all those guys. Uh, do a great job, and uh, everybody at the Expo Center, uh, you know, put on a great tournament and, um, you know, gave everybody an opportunity to come and do, you know, enjoy these games, and, uh, man, what a week of games it was. So, Go ahead, Doug. Uh, Go ahead, Doug. Well, you kind of took my... Doug I was it. just going to thank the arena uh, because they did do an excellent job. Yeah, um, they did. They, they cycled people through. Nobody was... Nobody hit me up like, hey, can I, is, how can I get a ticket? Or, yeah. or you know, like, every, it was good access. And, you know, people... I was proud of our student section. Shout out to the PHS student section. Yeah, man. The, you the, know, the, the togas. Yeah, they, the they togas. brought the togas out for the girls. Put in the extra effort uh, and and did it safely. But I got to give, like, cre- give credit to Johnson Central's uh, student section too. I I hate to do that, but I but I have to. You know, there's a kid out there. It was like camo night. They had a kid out there in a ghillie suit. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just like it that uh, our student section is uh, supporting these these girls because they deserve it. And, Absolutely. Uh, and after you get to know them, it, it's like man, I root for them. <laughs> they don't yeah. even know. I mean, like, I, I root for them constantly. If you it's, have not listened to that interview last week, yeah. I suggest you go and do it before you listen to the rest of the show because it's. It, I had a, those, those girls. Yeah. I mean, it, you 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 can't help but kind of fall in love with them and and want them to do good yeah. and root for them and they're very easy to root for. Um, 
had some hard. It's all yeah, hard. You yeah. can tell. Yeah. Had somebody come up to me and said, you know, besides, you know, after you get over all the laughter that was on that interview, yeah. they can actually really speak. Oh, yeah, yeah. They they actually are, you know, and, and that's the thing I like about what we do. Uh, and I talked to some of the football guys about this is you got to get comfortable yeah. in interview situations, especially if you're a team that wins. You're going to get some questions Yeah, we, we, we kind of make fun of Rico a little bit on the show, yeah. Rico Perez. But, you know, even his interview, yeah, he, it, he loosened yeah. up after a while yeah. and got really good. So. And it gives him some experience in front of a microphone. Okay. You know we love you, Rico. And and honestly, it's like anything else. You're not born with that knowledge. And and there's certain things you don't want to say. You know, you don't want to give bulletin board material to other people. But at the same time, you want to represent yourself with confidence and your team. And they do a good job of See, it. I was just really worried that after last week's interview that maybe, you know, some of the parents wouldn't have liked what was said on there. And, and you worry about that. Or, you do. Or, the co- or Coach Orem or, yeah. or somebody like that. But. You know, our feedback, our feedback from the parents has been 100% positive. Yeah, and, so. and we've had, you know, guys, that's another thing, people that listen. If, if you only knew the conversations we have off the yeah. air, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and what topics we want to talk about, trust me when I say I know that the two dudes running this thing and myself, we, we care about that. Yeah. Right. And, and no way is anybody trying to be that's negative I, or yeah. shame anybody or anything like that. We're kind of just doing it for the kids. That's man. what I, yeah. you know, me and Jr. and Doug, that's what we try to tell these parents. If we're going to take care of your kids. We're not out here to try to get some expose or yeah. anything out of them. It's, yeah. it's just, you know, we want, you know, everybody to kind of get to get to know your kids like we do and, yeah. and, and, you know, give them the recognition that they deserve for the hard work they put in. Well, you know, we've, we've talked about it. One of these days when, when these podcasts, you know, if one of us, if we ever decide to, you know, go on and do other things or this podcast has to end or anything like that, we want to put these into the vault. Yeah. Yeah. Of, you know, the, the girls, That'd boys. special, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't see us stopping anytime soon. It's kind of become a Sunday ritual. Yeah. You know, yeah. At this point. I'd be lost to death with that. <laughs> yeah. Figure. So, uh, also, you know, big shout out, of course, my, my shout outs are going to be to Dustin Boyd. For our amazing theme music, he does a terrific job with his beats and with our amazing logo. Can't say enough about Dustin. If you need anything, if you're an inspiring rapper or you are um, trying to do something with a YouTube video and you need like background music or anything like that, or a highlight video, or a highlight or, video, yeah, those are important. And and that's something I kind of want to touch on today. Um, a lot of kids are getting them wrong and they don't know where to put them on social media. And that's something I want to touch on later, but, uh, you know, I just wanted to throw that out there. He'd be good for that. Yeah. So, you know, you need anything like that, just uh, hit him up on Facebook, Dustin Boyd, and he would be more than happy to help you out. Love you, Dustin. Yes. Love you to death, Dustin. Thank you for all your help. Also, want to give a huge shout-out to our girls, period. Yeah. yeah. Um, didn't know how many girls were going to come over. Yeah. They took it like, I mean, they came over here, and they were extremely <laughs> they just, entertaining. They just yeah. took over, man. Yeah, yeah they, they did. They, they walked in, and, and you know, they I were like getting cokes out of my fridge. Yeah, it was awesome. And and I was like, dude, the whole the whole like, there's a whole gaggle of, I think it was like five of them, right? Yeah, that came. It was awesome. Yeah, I want to give a huge shout out to them. When you come over here, you know, I know it can be scary because you're doing an interview, and you're doing a long interview, for and the most we're a bunch part. of old dudes, like. It's a little yeah. weird, but yeah, you know. Yeah, and I was I was a little upset that Emma Ratliff didn't come over. Yeah, I, I the natty nat. The nat. I was going to give her, you know, some. I already gave her a nickname, but I, you know, I I, I 
wanted to, you know, now I'm old, you know, so I might forget her name again. Oh, Lord. Her mom might yell at me. But anyway. <laughs> Those are the fun ones. Yeah. Just want to give a shout out to them, man. My, my senility is going to be awesome. <laughs> Listen, when, when they came over here, it was nothing but fun. Yeah. And, you know, I even kind of, you know, we kind of uh, not took some shots at them, but we kind of like was like, hey, you know, you didn't have a good enough game. You didn't have a good game this game. You know, how'd you back? You know, some girls will be like, well, that dude's taking shots at me. No, they were complete, complete yeah. champions. Yeah, they're pros. The yeah. way they did that, the way they answered questions. And we hope to have them back after, hopefully, another region title. And guys, this is something I talk about a lot. And, and I, I don't, parents sometimes don't get it because I, I know when I was in high school, people would be like, what? You know, what do you got to stress about? You got it made. You yeah. know, and, and, but I, I'm going to tell you when, when you have expectations put on you, it can, it's, it's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, it feels like sometimes you have the weight of the world on your shoulders. And, uh, those girls handle it just awesome. And yeah. they're having fun doing it. And that's what it takes. Absolutely. And the majority of them are freshmen. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. So that's you're going to be hearing them on here a lot. Most of them can't drive. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. And they're already uh, two-time back-to-back region champions, which is crazy. And in position to be in position to make a run at a, at a state tournament. I, I really it. do believe that. I, I, I think I'm if they can get by, yeah. if they can dispatch a Johnson Central like they have their previous two opponents, I just I don't know, man. Heath, I don't think especially anyone... being that Boyd County yeah. got upset. You know. Yeah. Oh, oh, lots of. Oh, Even though I would have loved to have had another shot at Boyd. Here's County. another thing. There's a lot of teams. Like it's funny because on Twitter, where and a lot of folks don't understand. Listen, I know a lot of you are on Facebook and Instagram, but if you're into sports, you need to get on Twitter. Okay, that's where the college coaches are. That's where the high school coaches are. That's where most of the sports lies. Right. Okay. Facebook's more for mommies and families and stuff like that, but Twitter is kind of where sports lives. And uh, man, I'll tell you, it's like nobody told those girls they shouldn't be able to win. It's like. It's awesome. Yes, yeah. freshmen. I mean, they 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 yeah. can act legitimately, and it's it's they've played tough competition in the Boyd counties, and and people like that. That I think they know how to play with those teams. Right. And you also had a lot of upsets, which what I was talking about yeah. in boys and girls. A lot of those teams that were like O and O and still in the top five in the state, right, are gone. Are gone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it. It's the way it is. It's going to be a weird state tournament. So. Big, so that's a shout-out to the girls. We're going to get into that in a minute. But let's start this show off with uh, not with uh, – with, uh, let's start this show off one thing, okay, real quick. To our amazing sponsors, Bruce Walters Ford and Faith Pharmacy. Man, what great sponsors we have. Our amazing sponsors – for what they do and how they do it. Um, they believe in us. We'll say it every week. They believed in this podcast. They love these kids. And they want to be um, a part of us. And and we love that. You know, we, we absolutely love that. And they're small businesses. And in hard times, you've got to support, excuse me, the small businesses of the world. Yeah. And, um, you know, Bruce Walters Ford, if you want to go buy a vehicle, if you need a car, you need a truck, you need an SUV. My, and now if you buy a Kia, you get free oil changes for the duration of the vehicle. 
Not a whole lot of car dealerships would do that. For, 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 for life. For life. <laughs> okay? NWO style. So, I mean, if you want that, go holler at Bruce Walters Ford. And Kias are good, pretty good, reliable vehicles. And also, God forbid, that if you have an incident in your vehicle or you have any other kind of medical condition, go see the people at Faith Pharmacy. Do you need ace bandages? Do you need some nachos? Do you need a hot dog? Do you need a... Uh, dude, I, I didn't even realize this. They don't sell hot dogs and nachos anymore. I am so sorry. I thought they did. But they still serve Slurpees. No, they their Slurpee machines go to... <laughs> what? All right, well, never mind. If you want but a they pop do have... or some candy bar, thank you. If you want a pop or some candy bars or some beef jerky or some uh, ice bandages or some tater chips or uh... dipping dots, <coughs> they do have dipping dots. The last time I went over there, they Man, do have those dipping are dots. awesome. You want a yeah. pocket knife? You Sorry, want... I'm misinformed about uh, the Faith Pharmacy Hall there. But uh, also, if you're in the bathroom and you need some toilet paper, sure. Uh, just turn off the lights, and they'll <laughs> hand it in there to you while Still when you get done, you. okay? Hey, that's, that's their fault, man. It ain't mine. <laughs> you know I love y'all. Uh, Bub, uh, who, are, who are the ladies of that? Oh, boy. Um, Amanda, Alex, uh, Melissa, uh, Ashley, Mariah, and Christy. Ah, he got it again, man. Yeah. He's getting better at it, girl, so make sure you pay attention. He's calling y'all out. <laughs> Um, I just uh, it's five oh nine meds, free know? delivery in and around the greater population. Absolutely, yeah. The pollen's really bad right now. He's yeah, yeah I'm sorry about that. Guys. It's okay, it's not COVID. Yeah. When the not when the wind starts blowing in middle bowls, it's like pollen crazy. Yeah, There's trees blooming all around us. For all you COVID people, it's crazy. Bub went and got tested. He's negative. It's all good. Yeah. So anyway, let's get back to the show. Thank you to our amazing sponsors, by the way. I'll shout them out at the end of the show again. You guys are freaking awesome. We love you, okay? But anyway, back to the show. Mm-hmm. Let's start with the boys. Mm-hmm. What a 15th regional tournament from the start to the end. I mean, action everywhere. Yeah, I'm I'm bummed out still that Pipeville wasn't in it, the boys. But, you know, uh, you really couldn't have asked for a better yeah. tournament. There was you maybe – there was one blowout game. One, you know, and that was Betsy Lane and uh, Lawrence County. No, no, or Betsy no, Lane and Pike Central. Pikesville and Lawrence County. Betsy Lane and Pike Central wasn't that close either. No, yeah, but I, I, and you know, it's something I want. I'm really good friends with a lot of those folks down in Betsy Lane, just because I kind of grew up a lot down there behind the Dairy Bar. And uh, I'll tell you what, oh, they're Betsy in good Lane hands. Dairy Bar so good. I ain't man, years. We used to have. Listen, Josh Justice's mom used to have a charge account down there. I'm like, yeah, just get what you want. We lived on it. I, Listen, the reason I was like 225 pounds in high school was because of Betsy Lane Dairy Bar. And, I believe uh, it, man. And you're also six foot five. And I'm six foot five. But, you know, you can pull off that weight when you're tall. <laughs> However, uh, man, I just love what they're doing down there. They lost their best player, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm not even going to say, but he is, he's got a lot of talent. They lost a significant player. It's hard to find somebody that can take two or three steps in the 15th region and slam yeah. the ball like he can. Yeah. These days, definitely. Yeah. Uh, which is look right now, look. I'm gonna say this, but it's not it's ne- it's not necessarily negative. It's an opportunity. The 15th region is is a little weak in boys. It, it really is, guys. I mean, we don't have big guys like most teams are starting five guards, you know. And and it's you look at that. You know, you you looked at one of them losing the finals, but 
uh, man, those Betsy Lane kids, they're all sophomores. And they're all sophomores and yeah. juniors, man. They're they they put the region on notice. They're they're gonna be dealt. They're gonna be a team to be dealt with next year. Now, Look, the Keithley kid that got hurt. He's a what grade's he in? Is he a senior? They have one senior, but um, really though, he, he, you know, I don't really know that. Okay. I'm not. I know that the kid, uh, kid, weird. The, the kid, you the know, kid, his kid. kid. He, he's tough. Uh, Chase. Mims also. They're center yeah. tough, man. And uh God, they man, just Mims used to be a Pikeville name. I don't I know. Remember. I know. It's kind of strange. I, I don't was know. thinking about this the other day. Every place that you go to has the same family names. Uh-huh. Uh, every school that you see. You know, Belfry's always had a Varney. Justice. You know, yeah. a, a Varney or a uh uh what was the other one? Justice. Yeah. And no, not really justice, but you had Barney and you had another one, uh, Dotson. Yeah. You know, there was always a Barney and a Dotson that played for Belfry. There's always a a Van Hoos and a uh, uh, LeMaster that plays for Pike Central or Johnson. Or Pike or Central or Johnson yeah. Central. Yeah. You know, there's always a, a, you know, a Birchfield that plays oh, for Pike yeah. Central. Well, yeah, and these Johnson's families. and Newsons yeah. at Shelby Valley. Brain them down here. Yeah. They are, these families go back years in all these little different communities, yeah. and uh, it's pretty cool. But you know, it it, it was fun to watch. Uh, but and then but, at Batchy Lane, you've got kids, yeah. and Keithleys, and Nosums. Yeah. Oh yeah, man, yeah. It's just it's different uh, offshoots of all the families. Really. Yeah. All right, let's go into the action here. Okay, I'm not going to go completely into the scores. Yeah. But I know this much: Shelby Valley played Belfry in the first round. That was a blowout. It was, and it surprised yeah. me, Jr. Um, you know, yeah, you, I, you. I really thought Shelby Valley figured them out. Yeah, I saw that game at Shelby Valley when they ran them. Yeah, okay. What what they missed that game was they weren't as physical. What helped them win at Shelby Valley was physicality. Is they took the fight to both both yes. years and and and, and, and that, at, in that regional tournament it wasn't there. They weren't hitting. You know, uh, I will hats off to the Belfry point guard. He he contained. Who's that? Saldane or was yeah, Saldane yeah, 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 I think yeah, yeah, uh, Saldane. But he contained Warwick's. Not didn't stop him, but contained him. Yeah. To where he didn't really hurt him, and then Anthony Pallotta didn't. You know, they blocked him out, put a body on him, which yeah. that's key when you play them. That kid, he's sneaky inside. Right. You know, he's not six foot five. Right. But he gets rebounds because he's kind of quick and, of course, and greasy. Chaz, Chaz Brown, your future son-in-law. Uh, <laughs> oh, here we go. See, man, he won't let it go. See, okay. I love it's it. Right, it's all right. It's yeah. awesome. It's hilarious. It's right. Um, so that final <laughs> score of that game was uh sixty-three to forty-six. It was a lot closer than what it, it seemed was. in the first yeah, half. Belfry pulled away like semi late. Yeah, but yeah, it, I mean, but they were pretty much in control. And game. they kept getting ten foot jumpers. Yeah, like they they got they penetrated so well they would get wide open ten foot yeah. jumpers. And so, you know, that's what happened. And Valley, One time, Valley went ice cold. They yeah, they did. Shot. One yeah. thing that I did call, I didn't see it happening with just Shelby Valley. Valley had an off-shooting night. Yeah. And when you have five guards and you don't have a consistent inside play, uh, that's when you get in trouble. And with Shelby Valley. <laughs> but uh, Doug, Doug about, nearly set himself on fire <laughs> yes. just now. Or the second time. Uh, yeah. Yes. But uh, Hel- when Help him, Oprah. But when you don't have uh, – when you've got five guards playing, six guards if you count Osborne. It's killing me, Jr. 
it's turning in the 15th region right now, and it's funny. It's turning into just a glorified three-point shootout. Yeah. Okay. If you can develop, I, and I put this on Twitter. If if I'm a coach right now, I'm I'm developing my post players yeah. right now because I don't care. And it's what we saw. If you have a cold night, you're dead. Yeah. You're you're beat. So if you have that inside game, you can lean on it. And it's like football. Can you win without running the ball? No. 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 You have to own the running game. That's how ba- that equates to basketball, like the inside game. Okay. Yeah, pounding it down low. Yeah, yeah. So when you have that, and you got soldiers underneath the basket. Yeah. You know, you got that physicality, and they're putting that wears people down. There's so many reasons you need an inside game, and you know, right now, a good inside team can dominate this region. Yeah. Well, that was kind of my point that I was trying to make is that, you know, when you don't have that, when you don't have good post presence players. You know, you don't have a, a six four or six five kid down low, and you don't develop post players, and then you start missing threes. This is not the NBA where you can where that can happen. Heck, even in the NBA yeah. with the Houston Rockets, the Houston Rockets tried to do that, and the Lakers went in there the last year in the uh, NBA um, in the NBA well, playoffs. But, but Jr. Look, they can't play zones in the NBA. Yeah, you know, we can in high school, but I get it in the NBA why they shoot threes or layups. Okay. But in high school, like, you know, you're going to see a lot of zones. But, like, uh, it's amazing because when I played, I would have loved to see man-to-man defenses. That, you're going to light them up for 40. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, that's how I felt. I was like, if you play me man-to-man, I'm going to get 20 or 30 on you. Yeah. But um, now they're they're guarding Pavel man-to-man, and we just can't deal with it. And we got to get better at that yeah. individually. And coach will develop those guys. But – you know, that's something that, you know, that, that we're seeing. No, it's it's different changes. You're on to something, my Doug. I mean, you talked about it last night. You know, they're, before this is over, they're just going to have – the point guard's going to bring the ball down the court, yeah, yeah. and then there's going to be four guys out yeah. on the out on the wing in different places, out behind the three-point line with a rack of balls, and the money ball's yeah, going to yeah, be at the yeah. end, and they're just going to start shooting. Well, and, and you're seeing that, Heath. Like, like a lot of times these teams go one-four set. Meaning you've got two guys in the corner yeah. and two guys on the low post. Yeah. So totally backed off with one guy with the ball. Yeah. And it's go one-on-one. See, That's what it is. last night I kind of got crazy and I was like, man, I, I mean, Steph Curry changed the game for the worse, in my opinion, because he just – he really started now, this whole three-point shoot. No, I'll tell you when it changed in Kentucky high school basketball. When they started making hand checks, fouls. That's when it took the physicality completely away yeah. from the game. You you can't touch if you touch someone, it's a foul. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's killed the game of basketball. I, I love that part of. In it. my opinion, it's killed the game of basketball. It's what helped me so much. And you, by you playing see football. that not just in high school. You yeah. see that all the way through, all the way up to the NBA. It takes physicality away from the yeah. game. Yeah, they're trying to get rid of the funnest part about basketball, which is taking physicality out of the game. <clears throat> And making it a finesse game. Because you got to understand, yeah. when me and Doug grew up, it was Bell Lambert and, and Kevin yeah. McHale and, and all them guys just killing each other. Yeah. It was, and and, and it, it did translate to high school basketball because, man, listen, if you when you walk in there, you own that thing. And you push people around, and, and they're going to know you're there or you're not doing your job. Dude, I watched J.J. Hilton over at Belfie one night grab a kid by the face <laughs> from Shelby Valley and just shove yeah, him to yeah. the ground. You could get away with a lot back you know, in yeah. the day. In I the mean, 90s. Dude, it was, it was crazy. It was but, awesome. But, you know, and, and also, like, like I was actually – a kid was talking to me today in the neighborhood, and, and I was telling him, I was like, man, it's just so different because, you know, in the 90s, man, it, it 
it was we had the state champs here. The 15th region had a stud at every school. Yeah. I mean, it was just a golden age at the time. And I, I hope we get back to that. You know, even Shelby Valley, when they won their state title, were they the biggest team ever in this region? No. They were pretty big. They had some pretty six five six five six six. Tyler Newsom ain't nobody what nobody to push no. around. Yeah. Ashley was six five. Yeah. Well, he's a big dude. Ashley and then Taylor Newsom was six four yeah. and all that stuff. Taylor Newsom will go down there and and bang with you. But okay. listen, I don't care what you say. Height does not win games, boys. Listen. It doesn't, but it helps. It helps hugely. But aggression helps. Like the duty to just Defend, you know, you don't. It doesn't take talent to defend; it yeah. takes heart. And another, that's th- it. another thing too, Doug, that I've noticed. That's how many? Ta- why, how many? That's why I like girls basketball better, man, because they still play that kind of like they did back in the old days with the boys. I mean, they let them go at it. I'm telling you, you know that last game I watched our Pipeville girls. They're kind of like the Detroit Pistons, and you know, like really, they're a little bit intimidating. Because listen, and I know she probably got yelled at. I get it. But I watched one of our Pipeville girls get mad. Like, they were fouling her. It was, it was oh, right yeah. next to the Pipeville bench, all right? She straight pushed a girl and just, like, get off me. Yeah. And I can't remember which player it was. I, I think it was right. I can't remember. But I was like, good for you. Yeah. You know? And I know she got Absolutely, trouble. Yeah, she got a foul. But you know what? They they Hey, that was back in them days, Doug. Uh-huh. You had to, you had to yeah. do that or you were going to get hurt. Yeah. All right. So we got we got a little bit off topic here. And that, but. Uh, well, just one more thing that kind of leads me. You're talking about the touch fouls and and how yeah. they take the physicality out of the game. That leads to one of my pet peeves about basketball right now. Okay, and you see it at all levels, and that is the people. Oh, he fouled me. Oh, he fouled. Yeah. You know, throwing yeah. her hands up like a temper tantrum. You know, let me tell you something. You know, I grew up and I watched Doug play and I watched guys. Play before that, Jody Thompson and all them yeah, boys. Yeah. Let me tell you something. They ain't none of them complained about getting fouls. No. Because they were still breathing. Okay. <laughs> they were <laughs> there was no blood on their jersey. They didn't call fouls. Yeah. So actually you know. Heath, I'm gonna be honest with you. And I always tease people that the P at the Potville Gym was painted in my blood. <laughs> okay. But uh I actually broke two ribs and no foul was called. Yeah. Okay, but you know we, we are getting a little bit off topic. Yeah, However, I do miss touch on that. I do miss the physicality because we're seeing even. It's funny you say that because today on Twitter, a writer, the sports, a head sports yeah. writer for the Courier Journal, mentioned that games are being decided by free throws. Now. Yeah, and it's sad. It's Athleticism is being taken away. Yeah. from the game. That's why I, I like the girls' yeah. game right now yeah. in high school better than I like the boys' game. It's important. It's an important point. You know, yeah, three point shooting still important. It's always going to be important. That's a three point shot. Yeah. Okay. But and you know, Doug and I are old enough to remember when the three point shot was was first in- introduced. You, you utilized it, but you didn't depend on yeah. it. Yeah. And if you do, you do it at your own peril. Right. And we're going to get into three point shooting when we talk about the fifty uh, three girls championship. Yeah. Game. If you try to go for too many threes, Doug, they knock you up into the third row. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, moving on to the second game. My team that I picked to be in the, uh, the my winner of the fifteenth region got knocked out in the first round. Uh, Betsy Lane defeated Pike Central seventy four to sixty two. By the way, you're a legend up Coon Creek, though. I'm telling you, they're still the, uh, yeah, they yeah. still love you up there. Darby was telling me she's like, man, they love JR up here. Oh yeah, guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, they don't like me much now because I'm pretty much the bad luck. But yeah. whatever. <laughs> but anyway, they love you up stinking. And, and here's Darryl. another thing too. I'm sorry, and I'm going to call them out. 
Pike Central is one of the black. They just yeah. Let's lay off Shelby Valley this week. Yeah, we we really got to lay in. How I have seen some great Pike Central boys basketball teams in my lifetime. Yeah, when Doug and, and I were growing up, all, like their first year they had a real you down. They just they are. But, and this is important. It, this is when David Rowe was up there yeah. coaching. I'm telling you, hey, they had some squads. Their first year, listen, they beat us. My freshman year was their first year as a school. Okay. They beat us seven times in a row. Yeah. Now, granted, we always the first. Now they were in our district. Yeah. However, so we played them four times a year, but we lost the first year. We didn't win the district tournament. However, we upset Shelby Valley, and made it to region. Yeah. But we won it my sophomore, junior, and senior year. Yeah. Beating Pike Central almost every season. Yeah. However, that first year they had uh, Evan Charles mm-hmm. and uh, Bowman, Jody Hinkle. No, Joe Hinkle was a little later. I but tried. Lance right. Bowman sorry. and uh, man, they had you're right. They had some uh, awesome players. I mean, they, those guys were like six five, six six, and they had two of them. Yeah, I mean, it, it, they were tough to, to play, and they had shooters. Yeah, Jamie Hamilton, Chris Lyons, Jamie Hamilton, I think is the still the all time leading scorer up there. My if favorite. I'm not mistaken, if I am, correct me. But he was tough. Uh, I want to go ahead and apologize to all my faithful up there at Pike Central because I didn't even know the names of your point guard or your uh, center. It's Casape Lawrence. They call him Larry up there, from what uh, WPRG calls him because he's got a uh, he's got a weird, not a normal name for around here. They got a few of those. And Detroit, Detroit. Detroit. That's what they call it. That's what WPRG called him. And Jalen Rigdon is the point guard. Yeah, yeah. He's south. He's from South Africa, or his father's from South Africa, yeah. from what I understand. And uh, his mom's from Lexington and from here. But, uh, yeah, you know, he, he had some big games this year. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you got to show up when it's big time. Boys, I'm just going to say this. And, and I don't think you guys can disagree with me. As far as from top to bottom, besides maybe Pikeville when they were healthy, on paper, Pike Central was one of the favorites talent-wise around here what? with Detroit. You, you, with Rigdon and with Kasapi with, with the United Nations, you hear that high. a lot though. So here's what I think though: they got a new coach first year, and you know what? He, he does a good job. He did a good job at Greenham. He, he really did. Mm-hmm. And uh, but but they're they're building culture right now. And uh, I think a few years ago they really upset the homegrown talent. But I'll tell you, they got some good young players too. Uh, you know, one of their best players is freshman. Yeah, so watch out. Rigdon is a freshman, Jalen Rigdon, and so and Casape Lawrence is junior, so both of those guys will be back next yeah, year. Yeah. Detroit is gone. Yeah. He was a senior, unless he decides to do the whole holdback rule. Um, I, don't, or, I don't know. Uh, who knows? I don't know how yeah. old he is. So you got to know. Yeah. That's the thing. With yeah. this holdback rule, if you've ever been held back before, you can't be 19 before August 1st. Yeah. Yeah, so, so the same KHSAA rules apply. So. But it was just a shock to me that Betsy Lane, without their best player, just went in there and handled See, Pike Central the way they that's did. That's why I like them, JR. Without their best player, who's an underclassman too, Yeah, they still handle business. Yeah. And, you know, hats off to them. I, I can tell you why. Anybody that watches basketball and even halfway knows about basketball can tell you why. They're a very smart team for, you know, for no, youthful guys too. You had – those guys who played as a team versus five people who were playing individual basketball. Yeah. You know, uh, Betsy Lane, you can tell, was a team and played like a team versus Pike Central, who it was five guys thinking they were going one-on-one 
up at Bob Amos on a Saturday yeah. evening. You're right, yeah. Heath. And, you know, I was around when the Bolsheviks played at Betsy Lane, which was one of the coolest. To this day, I'll never forget it. It was one of the greatest teams. I loved them because it was just all team. Like Adam Gearhart played yeah. for them, okay? So they all had flat tops. And somebody in the newspaper started to say, they look like Bolsheviks. And that that kind of <laughs> caught on, and they just started calling the Bolsheviks. And, man, they were just fun to watch and energize that community. This team is doing that in Betsy Lane. Yeah. Trust mm-hmm. me when I tell you. Yep, they're going to be tough next year. With Chase Mims and all those other boys. Yeah. Man, and they're going to be good. Frazier will be guys, back next year. Uh, well, to get off Betsy Lane and, and to get on my rant here about Pike Central. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. You know, and I, I told a person from Pike Central whose daughter's a cheerleader up there, my wife's best friend. I said, you guys cannot say anything about Pikeville recruiting people no, anymore. You ever. No, you I mean, ever. I mean, you can, but you're just going to sound stupid. You can. Well, yeah. and you can't let boosters control yeah. your program either. Yeah. As as no matter what, how good or, well, or where their heart is, it, it, you can't let outsiders I mean, influence. If you look program. at it on paper, Pike Central's the quote unquote recruiting school. Now you look at the two scandals they've had over the last ten years. Hey, Keith, guess what? When you win, that's when people get mad. If you oh, lose, no. nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. except if, if you make everybody mad. If at you recruit school. and don't win, nobody cares. But if you win, then all of a sudden it's a problem. Yeah. But yeah, I get that. But, uh, I, dude, I just, I, you know, I, I, I can tell you from an outsider's perspective, looking into what it is, okay, it's Reed Aggins trying to put a team around his son to try to get him to state championship. Well, I, I'll tell you, though. Now, I'm sorry, kid, but it just I, is. He, I'll tell you, he graduates, too. He's a senior. He's a heck of a player. Hey, Reed's uh, kid? Uh, no, yeah. he's just like a freshman or something. No, no, no. No, he's a senior. It's his last game. Now, there was another one, dude. He Bryce, was no, uh, it, I, he might have another one, but I'm saying, yeah. they, one of them graduated this year. But yeah, well, you know, but still, there, you know, I mean, that's making claims. Bryce Atkins but, is a senior, yeah, okay, uh, but but still, man, I mean, I don't think it's that. I think the boosters get a little crazy sometimes and bring these guys in, and it it gets out of control. But you know, I'm not up there. I'm not nobody to say anything. I'm not going to make. Claims that they're doing this or that, but it, it's weird though. It, it's a little strange. Well, the, dude, you the got people you see coming. You got the superintendent's kid and four other kids, you know, who and their head coach actually had issues with that at Greenup. Uh huh. Bringing players in from Huntington. Yeah. And that's kind of what happened there. All I'm saying is, this is, I guess, what ticks me off more than anything. What if Elijah did that? Well, here's the thing you don't have to. When, when you win regional titles, yeah. all A's and stuff, good players want to come. Right. And it's the same thing in football. I tell people that all the time. It's oh, like, it's, man, it, it, what are you supposed to do? Tell people, no, go home. We, yeah. we don't want you. Yeah, they man. show up in the parking lot and say, I want to come yes. here and play. I mean, if they're legal yeah. to come here and play, then we're not going to tell Look, them no. I, I think we should put a Statue of Liberty in my front yard that says, bring me your poor, your hungry, your yearning to be free. Oh yeah. My, you know, let's go. I get right. that. But, you know, it, it, to me, I just – that it just it just don't really kind of look like on the up and up to me. I think it's just somebody trying to. It, they either don't know about basketball or they just think that it's you know. Well, if you're gonna get players, get better players. Yeah, there you go. It's um all right. So moving on, we're gonna not cover this one as much. Kind of saw this one coming. Paintsville was red hot, just upset Johnson Central. Excuse me, and actually on this show. Yeah. We mentioned that, that they are the hottest team in the 15th region. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. Doug. You've not let us forget that. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. Night. Well, I heard it. It's <laughs> weird know. because I heard it from a few different sources and, like, good journalism. We said journalism on this show, by the way. Yeah. 
Don't say the J word on this show. I mean, somebody should record that. Yeah, real. like but, make sure you realize it. But they, uh, I heard it from a few different sources. Like that's who people were kind of had their eye on uh, that were playing. Just, just saying that. That's why I said it. All right. So, Paintsville defeated John, uh, Lawrence County, who a lot of people just. I mean, that was a very weak district. It was very weak district. Not a whole lot of talent. Um, and Lawrence County was the beneficiary of that. They got into the region championship uh, after getting beat by Betsy Lane, and they played the eventual champion and lost by 30. Uh, they lost 84 to 54 in that game. It just wasn't pretty. We're not going to get into that game much. Other Lawrence than the fact just, that Colby Fugit was jacking them up from the Chloe Red Lights over. To, oh, yeah. Over to hey, listen, they were in. making some threes in that game. It was crazy. Yeah, they were. They, they, they like we said. I think that's a team that started peaking at the right time. I talked to Craig Ratliff, uh, who was actually on the 96 state championship team, who uh, Craig and I played a lot of all-stars together in Vegas and stuff, and his son plays on the Paintsville team. And it's what he mentioned. He goes, man, they're just they're playing their best right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but I'll tell you, if they live, they, they, they have probably, I think Eastridge and Paintsville had the better inside game of anyone in the region. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I picked Eastridge to beat Johnson Central. They almost, they should have. Yeah. I hate that that ref called that charge. They should have won that game. We're getting ready to get into that. You know, he flopped. You know, you slow it down, he flopped. All right. Now, moving on from that, let's talk about the game I don't care about last night. This is the game of the tournament, yeah. It was the game of the tournament. I can't remember a triple overtime game in the 15th region tournament. Ever. I've been watching the 15th region tournament since I've been, what, 10 or 11 years old. Yeah. I don't remember a triple overtime game in that time. Maybe it was before my time, but I don't know. Yeah, he's the only triple <laughs> overtime game I remember was the greatest game Pavel ever played, and that was in the state tournament uh, two years That's ago. Right. That's right, yeah. When Evan, I'm talking about the 15th region. Yeah, tournament. when Evan hit three yeah. free throws to send it into triple, and then, yeah, I mean, it was Christian nuts. hit the three. Christian hit three. And, yeah. It was and then we got him in foul trouble and just White hit the three yeah. to send us to the first yeah. overtime. Yeah. It was awesome. It was an awesome game. But anyway, this game. Eastridge coming in here, they were the underdog. Johnson Central's the favorite. They have only lost one game up to this point. Yeah, they had a Twitter poll of who was going to win that game. Johnson Central was ahead last time I looked, 83 to like I, And I believe that. I believe yeah. that because most of the public yeah. probably doesn't understand basketball. I knew that was going to be – I thought Eastridge could beat them. Eastridge was on top of the world. You got to understand. They, they were playing their best Valley. ball down the stretch. Yeah. And honestly, and this is crazy, they had the best inside game. Listen, yeah. those, they had post players that were greasy fast. Yeah, the Sox kid, you they know, big free size. And it, but right now, if you have post moves, you can you can yeah. be a star in the 15th. And, and I know he's not from Pikeville, but I just got to give a couple seconds here. Our cousin John Mills had yeah. the game yeah. of his life. They had no answer for him in that game. You could tell they were kind of locked on Woods. Yeah. And, and, and you know, that, that that's going to happen. And they kind of locked down Woods hey, look, in the second half. We saw it with Trinity in the girls this last game. They were jumping her every time she came across half court. Okay. But that you you got it. That's why you got to have a good team. You got you can't just have one player. And I, man, I had high hopes for Eastridge. I thought they could win hey. that region. All right. So this game right here, folks, if you missed it, you missed one awesome game. Uh, first overtime. Well, Eastridge hit gotta, a shot. You got to set the stage back in into the game because I'm thinking what midway through the fourth quarter, 
Johnson Central was up by like fifteen. I mean, it pretty it, they was up by double digits. I don't know if like, it got to fifteen. They yeah, got, it got a little to bit fifteen of lead. points, but, and it looked like Johnson Central was getting ready to pull away with it. And yeah. then here come Easter. Yeah. Here come John Mills. I yeah. mean, yeah. they could not stop John Mills. Couldn't he stop did, John you know, Mills at all. I even said this. He moves a little awkward. You know, I think we were texting back and yeah. forth. But man, that kid was on fire. He yeah. was he was attacking the basket. Yeah, he was and he was threes. getting steals. He was, yeah, he was getting steals. He was hitting threes. He was driving it to the hole. Right. You know, I mean, look, he I, hit the two shots that yeah. took him into the two yeah. overtimes. And I know, always that say that the game up. is guys. A lot of times these offense, you know, basketball can get complicated sometimes. However, the object of the game is to put the ball in, in the, the hole, and that's what he did. Yeah, yeah. And so John Mills helped them tie the game up. And the end of regulation. And at the end of the uh, first overtime, after a back-and-forth seesaw battle, Eastridge had the lead. And then Johnson Central was trying to do a Rick Pitino, throw the ball all the way the length of the court to get a shot. And a Eastridge player came up to guard the inbound pass, which everybody oh. has crucified Rick Pitino for for years. So the Eastridge coach was like, well, I'm not going to make that same mistake. And as they're running back and forth on the sideline, then the uh, then a call that you never see happen. Well, hold on, Jr. Now, I, this was great coaching. It, it really was. Yeah, I'm gonna call it what it is. Did I like the call? No. No. You don't call that to change the outcome of a game. And when you slow it down, the dude flopped. He did. He flopped. Because I know what the East Ridge coach said in that huddle: "Don't foul." Yeah. And he saw him coming, and he stopped. And he flopped. Yeah. But he got close enough. The ref was behind the Johnson Central player. He couldn't see the contact. Like, they, they were this close. Yeah. He couldn't see it. And it, at first, I was like, yeah, you got to call that. Even uh, Lucas, uh, the Ra- Lucas yeah. was like, you got to call that. But when you slow it down, it, when you look at the position of the referee, I know why he called it. Because yeah. it looked like he ran over him. Yeah, it's a it's a bang-bang play. And did. if the ref sees that, it's going to be yeah. a charge. It was just good coaching. But, man... Here's what I've learned with two seconds left. Well, then you don't, don't make con- put a person on yeah, the yeah. ball. Well, you don't make contact with the kid. It, well, you know, he didn't make contact, him. but it was just a weird circumstance where the ref was in a position where he couldn't see the contact. Yeah. And the guy at half court can't make that call. <laughs> but, however, what you don't do is put a guy on the ball. With two seconds yeah. left, pull him back to half court <laughs> in two seconds. If they hit a half quarter well, and beat you, well, they they just like yeah, I said, I mean, you get you got to give you got to take your hat off. <laughs> I mean, you know, you see the whole thing about per, that is the percentages are in your favor yeah. with or with let that, them get it in and foul. Yeah. So the thing about that is, is that that coach was probably like one of these UK fans. that's like you know, Rick Pitino didn't guard the inbounds pass and see what happened there. Yeah. Well, and he you, probably went crazy. You can't speculate, Jr. However, I will say this: in the 16th region, same thing. Guess what happened? And and this is one of those on the wire things. I've heard coaches preach one way and the other. Round County and Ashland. Round County had a had a three point lead at the end of regulation. Okay, Ashland had the ball. They throw it in. Okay, I've heard Bart Williams. I've heard a lot of different coaches fouling. Yeah, they're in the bonus fouling. Okay, but they only had a two point lead though. Uh, yeah, history did. No, no, no. Yeah, I know. But yeah, yeah. You, that's a different game. I'm talking about the Round County Ashland. Yeah. You know, with a three-point lead, it's a little different. Yeah. Because you can foul, let them shoot the bonus, time runs out. But with two seconds left with a two-point lead, back off. You, you have to take it to full well, court in two seconds. The yeah. thing I was saying was, it's like, 
you know, it, it's kind of odd because when you've got all five guys back there, that is basically like you've got a free safety back there yeah. that can watch where the ball's going. Like, and, and, dude, know. it's like a six-point lead in football, yeah. and you just give them the ball back with what, two seconds. What, what do you? What, what you you're yeah. not gonna you're not gonna play your your safeties and corners yeah. and outside linebackers up. You're putting everybody. 40 yards back. Yeah. yeah. And and look, it's easy to be the Monday morning quarterback on that. But look, that's you, not that's not the problem I have yeah. with Brody jo- Brody Justice's uh, coaching decisions. That came in the third overtime. We'll get to that. But, well, I'm just saying, you drop back in a in like a diamond press three-quarters yeah. court, you make them throw it in to where they can't throw at the distance of the court. Yeah. You make them throw it to the hash mark with two seconds, yeah. you're shooting a half-court shot. Right. That's it. All right. So, in the second overtime, Johnson Central – uh, actually took a three-point lead. They were the aggressor. And it looked like the game was over, that it was going to be Johnson Central. No, not in a second overtime because John Mills. Cousin John took Cousin over. John took a 35 to 40-foot three-point shot with no time on the clock. And like clock double clutched it and, and yeah. swished it, dude. And swished that shot to send it to the third overtime at the end. And, man, everybody – I'm not even an Eastridge fan. Yeah. And I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, well, this is basketball. This is the way tournament basketball is supposed to be played. And then in the third overtime, you had a decision that was very controversial by the Johnson Central coach. Johnson I don't C- blame Johnson Central. Yeah, I don't blame Johnson that. Central's coach. But a lot of people, uh, that which raises the question, which we will get into later because we got to get into the girls here in a minute. Uh, should high school basketball have no. a shot clock? They and Eastridge, Eastridge people were going crazy about having a shot clock yeah. after that. Haven't heard anything up until now about a shot clock or anybody raving about it. You Dude, obviously and then that don't game, look at Twitter. To me, yeah, having a shot clock, having the five second call like they have, mm-hmm. where if you come out and guard. The per you know guard the person handling the ball. That is a shot. They've clock. got they've got yeah. five seconds to do something with it. That's the happy medium in high school. Yeah, because man, let me tell you something. Oh. Could you imagine in high school basketball the shot clock violations you would God, have, guys? Yeah, when, when I've talked to Jason Frakes, who is the head sports writer at the Courier Journal, talked to a lot of other people about this because it's a hot topic right now in Kentucky high school basketball. Here's a problem. You, you, first, you have to look at personnel. Okay, we get luckily we have like Lucas and Coach Walls over there yeah. that does our clock. You got to add somebody else to do a shot clock. Yeah, almost a referee, really. Uh, second thing, <laughs> guys in the fifteenth region don't want a shot clock because guess what? When you play the Louisville Ballards and Males of the mm-hmm. World or Lexington Catholic, yeah, they'll kill you. You're gonna get killed because here's what happens: athleticism. It gives the edge to athleticism. And, you know, if you have a five-point lead and you're the underdog, you're, you're not winning that game. No, I get it in college. Yeah, I get it in I the do. NBA. Yeah. Okay? Because why? You've got 20,000 people showing up. They don't want to see somebody just stand there and hold the ball for 40 minutes. Yeah. Okay? I get that. Uh, and you've got multi-billion dollar TV yeah. contracts. Yeah. People ain't going to watch it. You yeah. Know, and, and stuff like that. And, you know, coaches, they're going to do whatever they can to make the game as boring as they can that, to help them. Yeah. You know, it's not the, it's not a coach's job to make the game exciting. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um I, I just I don't see the need for it. And like I said, that five second call, 
is the happy medium. It that, really is. It, it is. It's it's a happy medium. I like it the way it is. So that brings me to my point. Brody Justice has done a phenomenal job up at A Street. I don't I don't think anybody's going to argue that. I'm certainly not going to argue that. Um, it, there was a 15th region coach of the year. He'd be right in the running. Okay. He he would, in my opinion. He, and, he would have to be. But I'm going to tell you this much. I, I don't understand, with that five-second call, why he just let Johnson Central pass the ball around and didn't come out and try to guard it. I've had uh, multiple conversations. Pikeville did this a few years ago when uh, we had the better team. Yeah. Okay. And it, Shelby Valley. I think Greg Newsom coached that team. Uh, Pikeville had beaten them. Had the obvious more yep. athleticism. Yep. I remember this and game very vividly. Yeah, yep. yeah, it was right around when you – okay. So, And I talked to Craig about that, okay? And I've talked to several coaches about holding the ball and stuff. And here's the thing. And, and like Greg, he was like, I have no clue why they held that ball. They were better than us. Why hold the ball? Yeah. It won us a game, really. But here's the deal. When you have momentum and East Ridge had it, they did. Make no mistake. Yeah. Coming back, seeing it to overtime, you're wearing them down. I wouldn't have held that ball. But, you know, I also don't like well, to no, second guess. That, my, my, yeah, I know. Yeah. I wouldn't have let Johnson Central hold the ball. Is what yeah. I yeah. Exactly. Johnson Central held the ball, for those of you who don't know, for the, the duration entire, of the second overtime. The third overtime. The third overtime. They Eastridge it, did they not held have the ball. a possession. Yeah. And they held the ball all the way. I see Eastridge, Hunter Dameron, the senior from Eastridge, Knocked uh, was trying to go for a steal and knocked it out of bounds once, and that yeah. was the only stoppage in play they had the entire. And then, yeah, the, the third the over part is you let May hit a wide open three. It wasn't yeah. like he was at the hash marks; he was about a foot behind the three point line. Yeah, they hold the ball and just hit a three to win it. Well, you right. go into the game last night. They tried to do that against Paintsville. Paintsville wouldn't let him do it. You know, so yeah. you automatically, especially when you've got momentum and your boys are believing that they can win, you can't just stand there, tell them to stand there and pass the ball around. Yeah. You know, that that kills every momentum. That's telling your kids, I don't believe in you defense. Yeah. You see, after, after they just scratched and no, clawed and done yeah. everything that they could. And I know Brody Justice probably didn't mean to do this, yeah. but that's it's so kind different. of the message. Yeah, in That's the heat the of the moment, got sent to his yeah. kids. In the heat of the moment, you're 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 just kind of thinking, what can I do to win this game? As you a know? coach, though, he probably went in there and apologized to those boys because he probably made you know. Yeah, I'm sure if he had a decision, dude, he's a young coach. I'm sure if he had that back well, to do all over again, he he'll learn from that. Oh well, it shouldn't have gone that far. Yeah, don't put a guy on the ball. Taking yeah, out of bounds. I mean, it wouldn't have, they had the game won. But, but well, it, they, it is what it did. Had have. their shots too. I mean, they Woods did. was at the free throw line yeah. to make it a two possession game. They were up two. And he misses the front end of a one-on-one. So, I mean, you know, they had their opportunity. You know, now I have to stand up a little bit for him because they focused so hard on him, man. They did. And when you're at a rhythm, like a shooter, and here's somebody, you know, I was a scorer. I didn't get, I didn't bring the ball up. I had to have people pass it to him. No, I'm not not criticizing the kid. I'm just saying. Yeah, I I know. But when you're at a rhythm and you're not knocking shots down and it's hard to come in late when you haven't been shooting. Even he's playing. You're cold. But yeah, you're you're a little bit cold. Yeah, and it it I, it's a head game, but you know it, it is what it is. And so guys, let me tell you, I, I know and I agree that it was kind of a weak year this year in the fifteenth yeah. region. It, it was, but you look at it. Next year, Pikeville's got everybody coming back. Yeah. Next year, Betsy Lane's got pretty well everybody yeah. coming back. Next year, uh, I think Chevy Valley's got everybody coming back. But Cam Warwick. Uh, next year, um, Eastridge has got everybody coming back. If I hadn't already mentioned them. 
Um, so, I mean, you've got a lot of talent that's you do. coming you back. Do. And you throw in the whole, the, the COVID holdback deal, mm-hmm. you may have a lot more people coming back. Yeah. And, so, you, you know, that's something I, I really love our Pottville team. We just got to get our chemistry right. Get Riley back. Get our chemistry right. That's the thing. Yeah. And get more physical. And, and they're going to be fine. We have some yeah. awesome. Listen, here's something I'm really looking forward to. We have a JV team, too. You're going to see some of those guys. Oh, and a junior high team. Yeah. You're going to see some of these guys that are that take it personally, yeah. that want to play defense, that want to take it to the hole. You yeah. know, this year one of our big problems was, man, when Riley got hurt and stuff, we didn't have a lot of people that could just be creative on offense. You're going to see more of that. All right. Well, it, it, well, hey, guys, we got the interview we had last week. This is a good segue. The interview we had last week with the girls' team right out, right out there on the pressure yeah, for yeah. Those girls talk just as much about defense as they did yeah. offense and score. Yeah. You know, and that's that's what you have. That's the mentality you got to have. All right. So, moving on. In the second round of the hey, tournament. it's a rainbow on the, uh, it's the hell podcast. Oh, by rainbow. the way, at the end of that game, Isaiah May, after three minutes and 30 seconds of holding the ball, finally moved forward and hit probably the shot of the tournament to win the game for Johnson Central. Well, I wouldn't say that because no, 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 no. I'm sorry. The second yeah, shot yeah, yeah. of the tournament. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> after that, you had um John. Uh, what was it? Johnson Central versus Belfry, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, well, let me look. No, here. Johnson Central. No, Paintsville it was Johnson Belfry. Central and Betsy Lane. Yeah, and, and then you had Belfry yeah. versus Paintsville. Johnson Central handled business against Betsy Lane. Did, but Betsy know, Lane was just out man. Look, and Betsy Lane, it, they. For who for their personnel, they exceeded expectations. They did. They did. And I look, man, I'm proud of those kids. I really yeah. am. It, they're like my second favorite team under, you know, yeah. I got Pottville, Betsy Lane. The I final like score of that one. And that tacky kid for Betsy Lane is a freak, man. Yeah. He went up for that yeah. big two hander, that big two hand slam yeah. there. I'm telling you, jump boys, out of the gym. You, you best listen. Yeah. Betsy Lane is gonna be for Betsy real Lane's gonna the be next tough. year. And then you had Belfry versus Paintsville, and that one was a game as well. Uh, that one went down to the wire, and it was Paintsville pulling away 55-51. to 51. Uh, But they took away kind of bulk here yeah, yeah. there towards the end and really pushed him around a little bit, got him in foul trouble. Who also just got an offer uh, from WVU, which crazy. He's a project, but go for it. Seven uh, foot he, three, you can't take bear. it. I was going to say, it goes back to what a friend of mine said one time. You know, you can stay in a gym and live in a gym as much as you want to, but at the end of the day, God makes Division One athletes. <laughs> yeah. Unless in, you're Steph in Curry. Way, in a way. Unless in you're Steph way. Curry. Uh, anyway. His dad um, was in the NBA, too. That, too. That but anyway, um, that game was close. Yeah. Let's get to Sal- the finals. Saldane, you know, had a good game. Final score of that one's 55-51. Then you get to the finals. And it was Johnson Central versus Paintsville. And man, oh man, you just can't overhype that game. I yep, told you, was, boys. There I, was fights before the game yeah, started. Oh yeah. There was kids getting kicked out of the game. Well, I told you. You knew I, that was coming. I texted you, boys, right before that game. And I said, watch for technicals, watch for ejections. Yeah. This is like Pavel Shelby Valley on steroids. If there's two teams that hate each other, yeah. yeah. It's Johnson Central Paintsville because their schools are one mile apart, basically. Right. It's like Duke and, in North Carolina. Yeah, and they're in the district. But, you know, here's the deal. John Central, they've got a good coach. I'm not saying he's not a good coach. He is. He's won a lot of regional titles. But, you know, Paintsville just took them out of what they do good. You know, and when you play somebody, this was the fourth meeting. Yeah. When you play somebody like that, 
you not listen. Take your star players. You might as well put them on the bench. Like we watched uh, when I played in a district championship, and our the Pike Central's best player and myself had like eight points combined because you know what everybody's going to do. Yeah, it's going to come down to the it, role players. It does. It comes down to your team, really, yeah. and and blood and sweat. And this game was back and forth. Johnson Central would take a little bit of a lead. Then Paceville would storm and right again, back. And again, it looked like Johnson Central had about a five or six point lead there yeah. in the fourth quarter. It looked like they were kind of mm-hmm. doing what Johnson Central normally does. They yeah. started pulling away late, but Paintsville come roaring back. Yeah. Paintsville uh, had figured out, uh, you know, Landon Sloan down there, for, or whatever his name is. It's Landon Sloan. Yeah. yeah. I worked with a guy named Landon Sloan. <laughs> I couldn't remember. I can't get him mixed up. But anyway, uh, Landon Sloan figured out. He had a kid by the name of Kobe uh, Fugit that yeah. was uh, halfway decent yeah, at basketball. Good. And and his brother ain't that bad. At it. His brother's no, kind of like the junkyard dog. Yeah, his brother played well. He's got played. a mullet. And he just goes down well, there and pushes people around, even both, though he's like 120 yeah. pounds. They're both football players. Yeah. But you know, I, Kobe Few, and this is where finally, Doug, I got to hand you your props, dude. I got to take my hand off and hand what? It, take my hat yeah. off and hand it. to Jr. You're recording this, right? Yeah, oh, I yeah. know. Okay, it's on the air. I'm not saying I like it, Doug. I'm saying it's. I'm just saying I got to do it because it's the right thing to do. You know, you'd said all year Johnson Central didn't really have the inside presence to win a 15th region championship. Yeah. Paintsville exploited that and yeah. won. Hey, hold on here. I said the same thing. Well, look, when you start five guards, yeah, okay, they're very sneaky. I will say this. They use their best five players. Now, really the trick to beating Johnson Central is getting them in foul trouble yeah. because they don't got a bench. They don't, but and, and hold them to yeah. you know the, to not under, be able to under sixty points. Yeah, not to be able Paintful to shoot did. well. Yeah, and they did not shoot. They well. did, and they covered May. May was a non-factor. Yeah. in that game. Okay, and but on the boards, here's yeah. the thing: they're good. If you don't, and I've said it so many times about our pipeful guys, if you don't put bodies on people, yeah, you're gonna have problems against smaller teams, and this is something that's gonna relate to the girls. Yeah, if we're getting in a bad. We're getting in a little last game. I noticed it. We're turning around and looking up. We're not putting butts on people and moving them. Yeah. We got to do that. And that's what Painsville did. And and they won that game on three offensive rebounds in a row. Which should have never happened. Yeah. You had five guys legit watching that kid get three rebounds in a row and then putting it back in. Well, offensive rebounding yeah. is what got Painsville back in the ball game. Yeah. It did. Yeah. yeah. And you can't stand around and watch. You have to actively search bodies out and move them. Yeah. What did I say, though? I said that a team that is able to be – that's not all having a great shooting night or is – they're having a good shooting yeah. night, but the shots ain't falling in at some point in time of the game. It's going to come down to has who has the best inside presence. It's an Achilles heel. Yeah. And that kid – Johnson Central was not able to go nah. inside. They could not finish at the rim. They were hitting threes uh, here and there. They went ice cold. Yeah, yeah. they went they, ice cold. They, they were and, not hot. At yeah, all. they weren't hot. But I mean, they they got on a little stretch there where they made two or three, and then you know, but it came down to Colby Fugit just going to the rim, knowing that there was no one down there as tall as him. Yeah. to block his shot, and he went straight at the rim and finished. Well, he, it was, and they lots. had no answer for. Him. Well. Yeah. Kobe, if you took a ten foot jumper and missed, yeah, I think his name is Watts. Is the one that got the yeah, rebound. Brandon yeah. Watts, yeah, he, <laughs> no he, Jackson Watts, yeah, Jackson, Jackson Watts. Watts. He 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 blocked out. He got right under the goal, 
And it's like everybody just put their hands up and didn't attack him. By the way, that was his only two points of the entire (laughs) ball game. Jackson Watts. The game went to overtime, ladies and gentlemen. Jackson Watts will never have to buy a meal at the Paintsville Dairy Queen the rest of his life. No, no. And here's the thing. Well, hold on. Before we get to that, I've got to to say this because it really made me mad watching the game. And I would say it to Eliza Justice if he was sitting right here or any coach in the 15th region. Yeah. When you have a tie game in the 15th regional championship, you don't get a technical. Well, let's set up that play. Yeah. Uh, Kobe Fugit got called for a a charge. It was kind of iffy. I didn't really see it. It could have gone either way. Landon Slong literally threw a hissy fit. He jumped up in the air with his legs uh, up to his body. He freaked out. I'm thinking it's what he said, and we weren't there. Yeah. But these guys aren't going to call a technical in a tie game with 30 seconds left unless it was pretty bad. Okay. But maybe it pumped the boys up. I no, don't know. No. Well, I'm sure. Well, you did think he did little. like Gene Hackman on Hoosiers? No, Kick me do, out of the game. No, guys. You do that when you're down like five in the yeah. fourth quarter with four minutes left. You don't do it with 30 seconds yeah, left when you're going to lose and give the yeah. team two foul shots and a ball. Okay. You never put yourself as a coach in position to take away from what these kids are doing. Right, yeah. And that's what he did. And I have a problem. I, I do. I, yeah. I just don't – man, you, there's a fine line, and we talked about this, between taking up for your team yeah. and getting a technical foul. Know the it line was, uh, and know to not cross it. Me and a certain junior high football coach at Pikeville <laughs> who will re- remain nameless, but his name rhymes with Matt Branham. Yeah, we're going to keep it declassified. Yeah. But Nearly – Nearly came to blows one time over at Hazard because he kept arguing with the ref, got a 15-yard penalty, and I told him, I was like, dude, you're costing our boys right now. Yeah. You know, I get arguing with the ref. I get that the calls over here are bogus. Yeah. But don't cost us yards. Yeah. How did Shane Hensley not get flagged like 14 times a game? Yeah. I don't know. I think that's Shane's kind of. I think Shane's kind of sneaky. He is, man. He, he's kind of sneaky. I'm telling you. that dude, I've seen him coach. Yeah. He's a great coach. But, man. I think it's funny. I think it just gets Kelly to yell at him. He from just the knows how. He knows the magic words to get flags and yeah. stays away from them. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> it's hilarious. Really, <laughs> what is, what is, what is that? on Bull Durham. He knows what, yeah. not what to call the ref. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I have seen him freak out on referees yeah. and never get flags. I mean, I'm he sure he's got out on me when I coached his kid. Oh yeah, yeah. He freaked. He. I thought he was. I thought, I thought he was going to beat Heath up. But yeah. I mean, in games, coach, uh, you can not not tire back on his head. <laughs> All right, final score of that one in overtime was forty-eight to forty-six. Paintsville fifteen red champions. Uh, congratulations. Uh, All right. So anyway, uh, 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 that hurts bad. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, uh, I had you gotta hand it to the Paintsville kids. You do. You gotta. You, you gotta. Like I said, you gotta take your hat off and hand it to them. And it's their biggest rival. They've had a they they've got a good run of athletes yeah. down there. They're m- mostly all of them from Prestonsburg. But so congratulations. <laughs> it is. They should have changed the name to North Prestonsburg High School. So the Paintsville really? the Paintsville yeah. Black Cats uh, went <laughs> with the fifteenth. Oh, Paintsville Black Cats, yeah. <laughs> region champs. Yeah, this is not a Paintsville podcast. However, we say what we want. I, here's the thing though. I'm okay with it yeah. because the next three or four years, I think they're going to be a no mention in the 15th region in basketball or football. Just I, I thought they had a bunch of uh, – going. I think Fugit's a junior. And I think – well, let's see. I don't know how many seniors. I have confidence have. that – All right. That's not going to happen again. Guys, especially in football. Whatever. Paintsful. All right. Um, and, and here's the sad thing. The folks at Paintsful – 
would have traded their state football championship for that 15th region title. Yeah, you know crazy. what I'm talking about. Well, I got four texts. Okay. Four texts last night from some of my Paintsville friends that I played basketball with 20 years ago. And it absolutely just ripped my soul out yeah. to go. Yeah. Oh, good job, guys. Yeah. See, like I said, yeah, congratulations. All right. So. Move on. Yeah, Second, we're moving on. Uh, did I hear congratulations in there? Uh, at the end, it of was it. muffled. I don't yeah, know. Mu- I it was really make it out. Heck with you people. <laughs> yeah, are you enjoy, people? Enjoy, enjoy with you people. Enjoy your year of awesome because it's not going to last long. Your nope. one hit right. wonders. One hit wonders. Your Dexy's midnight runners. Your That's um, what I'm call your it. All right, let's just put it that yeah. way. <laughs> You're not. Hansen. Yeah, painful Hanson. All right, so. Anyway, let's move on to the girls' turn. What, what are we? We're the Rolling Stones, man. Oh, yeah. The girls' first round Let, was... that one. <laughs> the girls' first round, okay, was nowhere near as exciting except for one game, and we'll start with it. Belfry versus Floyd Central, which may be the upset uh, of the entire tournament. Okay, boys and girls. I, 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 was, I watched that game, and when it was over... I was very like, you know, I'm not a Floyd Central fan, but I was very angry after that game. Yeah. I was like, man, <clears throat> how many times? I just, I don't get it, man. I really don't. Listen, this game was all Belfry until yeah. Floyd Central just decided, and Katie Joe Moore decided that they were going to go on well, that's a another big thing. run. If, if, if Floyd Central's coach uh, has to learn one thing, it's uh, to get his girls to play before they're down 15 points. Hey, yeah. in the fourth hey boys, I saw it all year with our Pipe boys. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a similar team. You you can't wait until it's critical yeah. red to start playing hard. Unless you're the Cardiac Cats in 1998, which was down in every game they played in in the tournament and came yeah. back. You don't want to be down by double-digit points. Yeah, that, 90, point that 98 Kentucky team, if they had a lead in the second half, I got worried. Well, yeah. But but this, I'm telling you, you, you it, it's about, listen, defense doesn't take talent. Yeah. It takes heart. Yeah. You got to come out with heart. To win tournament games, you treat them one game at a time. Yeah. Right now, you focus on one game, and you have heart about it. Yeah. And, and you, you know, it doesn't matter if you're hot or cold. But you know you're going to play defense. You're hot period. and you're cold. You're the, all right, never mind. Uh, Katie Perry on this show. Uh, but anyway, uh, listen. This one went down to the wire, and Kiara Thornsbury, who I will give her, I'll give this girl. She's a credit. good player, man. She is a really good she's player, good. and she took over, and on the fast breaks, and and I mean, she is a fast break nightmare. When she's got the ball in the open court, and she's got a, a any kind of lane to go to the basket. She's dangerous. And she took over in this game. And Belfry's coach even said it. He's like, you know, they went on a run, which we expected them to do. I just wanted to see how my girls responded to that run. And Belfry did respond. Yep. And uh, they had a shot towards the end of the game, and they made a bonehead move. They passed the ball out of bounds, or a girl missed the ball or something like that. And Belfry ended up pulling out the upset man it was it was an up and down game and it was exciting, but God, it's a theme, Jr. I'm going to tell you this from what I've seen. <clears throat> the team so far, the teams that make less mistakes, yeah, are doing better in the girls and and Pikeville. I'm telling you, in this regional final, we got to clean up our passing game, yeah. and we have to block out. Yeah, if ever there was a game we have to block out, 
it's this game. Yeah. So, final score of Floyd Central versus uh, guys, Belfry was uh, – Floyd Central's getting a little bit of a reputation right now. Okay, for tearing it up in the regular season and being world beaters in the regular season. There's and a reason. Flopping and then, in the, in then the getting to the regional tournament and can't get it done. Well, guess what, Heath? They ain't playing Boyd County. Their schedule's like, we we play yeah. Floyd County teams and Paintsville, you know. I'm, and I'm going to call and it no like disrespect it is. To, when no, you're playing Betsy Lane and Prestonsburg two or three times a year, that's not going to make you better. I'm going to call it like it is, and I'm going to say this, and I might make some Floyd County people mad at me, but I really don't care. They're mad at you anyway. Yeah. Don't worry. Let me tell you something. They hate you up on Mud Creek. Don't yeah. yeah they, You're famous yeah, at Coon do. Creek. Yeah. Yeah. Coon Creek Warrior for life. All right. So, anyway. No, they're Hawks up Coon the, Creek. <laughs> they're Warriors Katie on Katie Joe Moore had to have 17 points yeah. in the fourth quarter against us to win that game. Yeah. Okay? It, it's a, it's a once-in-a-lifetime type effort in this region. And I'm going to call it like this. I think that that took a once-in-a-lifetime game to beat us. No, I, I agree with you. But I, actually, I'm putting this on our And, and I'll, I'll, I'll put some blame on ourselves, I, too, for, for not yeah, really, you know. I, I'm going to put – I'm putting the blame on our girls. And, and I've talked to them about it. Yeah. Uh, well, they, they, talked were watching, about, they talked about it last week. We're show. watching the boys practice. And I got to talk to them. And, I, you know, I, I was wondering about that. It's like a 14-point lead. Well, but Coach is trying to teach them how to – when you got a lead, how how to nurture that lead, yeah. you know? And they just didn't – They it, it kind of stopped them because they're always on attack mode. And if you notice, like even in that interview, they're on attack mode yeah. all the time. They're like offensive players. Like it's hard they're to slow them down. They're on attack mode yeah. in that interview. I yeah. know. <laughs> they, you have, it's hard to slow them down. Absolutely. But it's something a team needs to learn. Yeah. And you know what? You got a bunch of freshmen, sophomore, you know, you got to learn that. And and I think they learned it. All right. I think that uh, game taught them all they need to know. There's about an old that. there's an old adage in 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 racing. Okay. And uh, Bruce, I want I want pit passes. Um, but uh, you know subliminal messages are you like that? Sure. Um, there's an old adage in racing. It's easier to slow somebody down than it is to speed them up. Yeah. And so you know, yeah, I understand what Coach Orton's trying to do. Yeah. But yeah, when you're used to having the pedal to the metal all the time, you know, then when somebody somebody tells you to slow up, it is kind yeah. of a yeah, and, shock and to you. you, you also, something we have a point guard that really I, I'm I'm very proud of her because sometimes she can't score a lot of points because she controls the tempo of the game. Okay, she does, and like we saw last game in the regional semis, like every time she crossed half court, that other guard was jumping yeah. her. And she was double teamed. So what they what that coach is doing is saying, okay, we're not letting Trinity drive and take ten foot jumpers or go right to the hole. We're going to make everybody else beat us. Well, and that's what they did. I'm not comparing Trinity to these two people, but I, I am comparing her mentality because she's got the same thing. Yeah, Isaiah Thomas when he played for the Pistons, he could have scored forty points every game. You know, he I mean he could have just scored forty points every game because he was just that good. But he understood that it was. It took him facilitating the basketball yes. to make his team better to be champions. Okay. He, okay. If you have two players on you, yeah. what does that mean? Somebody's open. Yeah. Somebody's open. Wide open. And she found them. Yeah. And that's what Isaiah yeah. did too. Yeah. You know, and, you know, he made a Hall of Famer out of Joe Dumars. By yeah, the he did. Yeah. He did. But anyway, uh, you know, and then Magic Johnson was the same thing. Magic could have went out and scored 35 points overnight, but he had the Showtime Lakers with him. 
and he knew that if he was getting a lot of attention, that Kareem was open down low or Worthy was open down low or, you know, Byron Scott was open for a three or something. So I, I think these girls just earned their nickname. Yeah. Showtime. All right. Let's move on. I like it. Let's move on to this game. We're no, not going to spend not any time. That's not bad. You yeah. said it. That's a good nickname right there. That's not we'll bad. run it through I, the committee. What, what, yeah, but what? I don't like it for one reason. Oh. These girls in the open court, that's not where they're dangerous. They're dangerous in the half court. Set. Yeah, because no, yeah, the, the Showtime Lakers are more like, you know, the fast break team. See, so. yeah. they compa- I compare them either to Showtime or the bad boys. So it's like, it's hard. I'm going to go bad boys. Bad girls, what you going to do? I don't do? know, but I like Showtime. I like Showtime. Because, listen, I watched a few plays, and it's been a while since I've seen this, and I love seeing it. You know, whether it was Trinity or another player, there was a couple that happened where, like, they faked a pass and, like, dished it. I don't want to give him a nickname yet. The, the let's, whole, let's beat John Central tomorrow night. The, yeah, let's beat John Central. But the whole crowd went, oh, yeah. that's hard to do. Yeah. And I like it. No, I, All right, guys. I liked your. I liked the one you gave him a couple of weeks ago that you talked about the make the NBA comparison, and that was the eighty Celtics because they're so unselfish. That eighty yeah, Celtics yeah. teams were so unselfish. They're, man, this right. team is unselfish. All right, guys, we got to move on. Sorry, <laughs> we got We got to get. We got to get through all this tournament. Then we got to go talk about our girls playing tomorrow. I'm going with Showtime. I'm just okay. You. All right, we'll talk about it later. Showtime. All right, so we're going to not spend a whole lot of time on this one. Lawrence County beat Pike Central. Everybody saw that one. Pike Central kind of played a little bit better than what you expected. But at the end of the day, Lawrence County was just yeah, too Pike much. Central's, I mean, since we beat them by, what, 50 yeah. you know, a month ago, they, they've got a lot better. They're a young team. Yeah. But Lawrence County pulled away from them. Lawrence County's got a heck of a heck of a girl over there. Um, she, she gave us problems yeah. when we went over to Lawrence uh, County. Yeah, the Feltner girl. Feltner, yes. And let me tell you something. She can play. All right. Final score of this one was 82 to, to 67. Pike Central girls never gave up, but Lawrence County pulled it out because of experience. Now, we get into the game that I wanted to discuss, and this was the hyped-up game of the entire tournament. This was not this game. I think that they should have put these two teams against other people, but it's the luck of the draw, and it's how it goes. Uh, Johnson Central versus Shelby Valley. Now, Johnson Central is a team that loves to shoot the three. Shelby Valley relies on their ultra all-world point guard to get them in position to do a lot of stuff and to run their sets and everything else. Uh, Cassidy Rowe, from what we understand, has been playing with a broken rib, and she re-injured it in this game. So, Johnson Central took full advantage of that, and Johnson Central pulled away. At this I, I didn't see Dodo running out there wanting to fight Johnson Central's coach. No. I didn't either. Final and score. Here's my question, though. What? Why? I saw all the Facebook posts, and the, you know, she yeah. didn't tell me she had broken ribs and stuff like that. Like, man, I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know somebody. either. <laughs> like, Listen. Like, and I told you, like, yeah. doctors are going to tell you. When you have cracked ribs, yeah. if you can handle the pain, you can play. And I'm going to say this. To have an all-world point guard, has Shelby Valley won the regional tournament since she's been there? I know she's had two torn ACLs. They won uh, They won the All-A, I think, when she was like a seventh grader. And they won it this, this year. 
fifth and they won it this year. But man, and we played the all made it like two weeks into the her season. seventh grade year. She, she they made it all the way to the all uh, state finals and got beat. But uh, guys, yeah. I mean, I'm just going to call it like it is. Shelby Valley, I mean, they made it to the to the regional championship <laughs> game last year. But I mean, Cassidy Rowe has not had the team success that you would want a a player to have because it goes. Recruit. And I hate to keep slagging on Valley. I know somebody Dodo's going to show up one day and punch Dude, me in the mouth. I think we got their two best players at Bible, don't we? Oh, we have transfers from there. Yeah, I yeah. mean, could you? Yeah, that's could you Could you imagine Shelby Valley with Christian White? It would be hard. And, and <laughs> I'm glad they're here, but big time. But. You know, that's I'm thinking that's kind of part of the reason why they left. Yeah. Well, I'm but, just telling you this. I think also you mentioned Wyden. I think she's going to have a big game in the finals. Mm-hmm. All right. So, final score of this one was 50 to 39. Uh, you know, I'll I'll say this. I know we talk a lot about her because we're rivals, and that's what we're yeah. supposed to do. Oh, we got to throw some prayers Prayer. out to her. For sure. Prayers for Cassidy Rowe. Hey, look, man. I, I just want to see her healthy. Listen, I, I really. Do. I know I am, we talk a lot about her, and that's because we're rivals. But I'm going to say this: I wish nothing but goodwill towards mm-hmm. that girl, that whole family, and everything else. I love, they're good. There people. is nothing yeah. been yeah. bad said yeah. about Cassidy Rowe on the show, nor yeah. will there ever be. Yeah, the okay. girl has now, had horrible luck. The, the issues I have with their coach and some of the things that's been going on. Yeah, and but you know, Dodo's an adult. And I'm an adult too. We can do that. But I'm never going to say anything no. bad about Cassidy Rope. No, she's got a lot of heart. And, and she's a heart. great player. I'm not saying she's uh I'm just saying that Trinity's a little bit better. Well but <laughs> well, look, and it, like I always say though, yeah. I, I mentioned this last time. It's unfair to compare them. They're different point guards. One leans on the three, one is more of a penetrator. She's more of a do it all I, everything. I, I agree. Yeah. It's hard. I actually think that Cassidy's more of a two guard, in my opinion. Yeah. But you know. On, on the high school team, that's more college. But yeah. I, I really think that. Listen, I'm going to say one thing, though, about Cassidy. To have, if you with the broken rib and everything, to have that type of mentality that I do not care, yeah. this is the regional tournament, I'm going to play. Oh, it's hard. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. And I'll give her credit for that 100 yeah. million percent. You, you can't take boy, that away. She's a heck of a basketball player. Yeah. And she's not going to let I, – I get that mentality. I've done it myself. You're not going to let your squad go out there without you when you know you're that important. Yeah. That takes heart. And you know what? I, Man, that's that's cool to see. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. All right, you guys. You admire you respect her yeah. and everything else. My biggest problem is, is I don't think that the rest of the team is being developed the way they should be in order to compete with Pikeville. In order it's to find out. Or Johnson State or anybody. It's hard as a parent. It, it really is. And here's my experience with this. I had a dad who coached our football team. Yeah. And played for him from Little League to high school. It's hard as a parent. And from what I've learned, it's usually your kids get the hardest, you know, when you're doing it right. Yeah. You know, they usually get the uh, – they, they get scolding when other players wouldn't uh, because you kind of have to do that. Right. Yeah. To make it legit. Like, you have to treat people equal. Absolutely. So the that was the end of that one. Valley season's over, and Johnson Central moved on to play Lawrence County. Now let's get into our game, Pikeville versus Paintsville. Now, the first game versus Paintsville was very physical, and this one was no different. And we we, yeah. we pulled away what late down there yeah. at Paintsville to beat them from physicality. 
and I liked it. Those girls sat on my porch and told me that's not going to happen again. Yeah. And guess what happened? It didn't happen again. No. Painsful shot a whopping 19% from the field in this entire game. Their defense, and you could see it. Our defense is out of this world right now. You, those girls are playing with a chip on their shoulder. That's what's awesome. I mean, they are. Well, heart is part of defense. You wow. touched on that earlier. Okay. There's another part. That's communication. Yeah. And these girls are communicating good. Yeah. That, that's they, they are. Uh, and, and, you know, that's something our boys got to do. You know? I, I've noticed him. Lucas Mann's awesome communicator, but it's got to be a team concept. And, yep. you know, Christy drums it into her girls. Coach Orm yeah. does. You know, yeah. you can hear her screaming all the way yeah. across the gym. Talk, talk, Dude, talk. She screams. Listen, people that have never been to a Christy Orm practice, she yells the whole time. And I don't mean negative yelling. She's coaching her players. Yeah. Okay? And 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 it's that's what a lot of it is. It's communication. And they do it well. Again, yeah. the pollen is bad. The pollen is Sorry, bad, guys. guys. Welcome to spring. I wish we had like um, a cough button or something. On but Bruce, to, help me out, brother. To move on from this game, it was a physical game. You kind of saw that our girls were going to win it anyway. It was over. Yeah, it was over halftime. And, I mean, after we got off to a big start, it was pretty much over from there. So, big shout-out to our girls on that win. They said they were going to be physical. Mm-hmm. They were physical. And they took care of business. We on the boards. And I, we on did. And, and that's something we have. It's my number one key to the game in this final. We have to own the boards. Yeah. And we have to block out better than we have. Because Johnson Central has gotten there by getting second and third shots. Yeah. Okay. Also, we have to be physical. Really. We got to be physical. And and Johnson Central has some good. Sammy Sites is a good player. Yeah. And one of the things, we have to guard the three. And I think we have such good post players that we won't have to collapse. Yeah. That's one of my keys to the game yeah. is our post players can handle the post. Now, they may get in foul trouble a little. Yeah. And they may try and get us some foul trouble. All right, trouble. Doug, hold that thought till we can get it, get that great insight, and I mean that, uh, in the when, I'm, when we go over the game here. Let's get into these other games real quick. We can get to that because we need to talk about this game tomorrow night because it's a big one. Yeah. All right. Wasn't I just talking about the game tomorrow night? No, I'm saying we haven't got to that yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Putting the cart before the horse, though. So, (laughs) we're going to start with Johnson Central versus Lawrence County. It was a blowout. Poor old Lawrence County just can't shoot the three. And they didn't didn't finish inside. I watched that game, and if if Lawrence County had any outside shooting besides – They got one player. Yeah, besides the the Feltner girl that could score the basketball, they probably would have won that game. They got one really good player. Yeah. It was back. It was kind of back and forth because Lawrence County actually took it to them on the inside. And I will say this: Lawrence County don't have the inside game that we do. No, but they got Lawrence it County, down yeah. in the fourth quarter. They got it down to like uh, five or six points. I mean, they got it close. But uh, sneeze coming on, Paul. <coughs> Sorry, you. Um, We're Paul, all dying here on the show. It's really bad up in this piece. It, but, the pollen is bad. So I'm just going to say this. Johnson Central, I finally got to watch a Johnson Central game for the first time all year. They are as in love with a three-point yeah. shot as the boys it's Johnson like, Central. It's talk. like their coach went, we're going to play like the boys. Yeah. And they 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 want to spread you out. Yeah. Okay. And they want to sneak in to get rebounds. They're not big. The Sox girl. They're five guards. Yeah. yeah. That's what they got. And well, here's the thing. They got four guards in the center. Yeah. Here's the yeah. thing I don't get about Lawrence County. Lawrence County was playing a zone defense 
and was not having any kind of like runners or anything out on the perimeter to guard the three. And you saw Johnson Central get shots that you take in practice, yeah. wide you, open and shoot around. You can't play. I'm gonna zone. go ahead and, and and venture go out on a limb and say they're not gonna get those tomorrow night. No, no, <laughs> no. you you can't play like a two three, a normal two three. Okay, now yeah, <clears throat> you can play. Look, there's different ways to play a zone. Yeah, at Pikeville we do it a little different. It's almost like a matchup zone. Yeah, at Pikeville, and that throws people off. So when you're in a 2-3, they call a zone offense when they're coming down the court. But really what you do is you match up man-to-man in your zone. So it's a matchup 2-3. Yeah. Now, they didn't do that. So they left the wings and corners wide open. You, wide you have open. to match up and get out there. Wings and corners killed Lawrence County in this game. Yeah. You can't just but, stand there in a 2-3 and put your arms up like Little League. Yeah. You have to move – You. In a way, it's hard. You could even, to, you could even say yeah. Lawrence County's coach was, get, was getting really yeah. frustrated. Yeah. You, you have to be very active. If you're going to play a good shooting team and you're going to run a 2-3, yeah. you got to be active. You yeah. have to be all over the place and know your role. Like, here's where I'm getting this girl. You know, And they, mm-hmm. they didn't do that. Me and Bub were watching that game. We was like, man, yeah. Lawrence it, County is just so frustrated that yeah. they, they've just like kind of quit a little bit. Frustration is mean, a big part of this yeah. year, guys. I've I've seen it with boys and girls. Yeah, some it, of those teams bad. look like they want it to be over. Yeah, yeah. after Lawrence kind of got it down to like six, and Johnson Central comes down and and hits a three or something, Lawrence just rolled over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just bad. bad. So you know, but I will say this about Lawrence: <clears throat> they had a good season. They did. Uh, but uh, you know, Johnson Central is just they they know what they have to do. And they and they execute it, so I'll give them credit for that. They, they play a certain way, but yeah, here's, and, and you here's have the to thing take about them off that. here's the thing about Lawrence too. That Feltner girl had uh, twenty some points, I think it was. Yeah. I think the rest of the team combined scored fifteen points. Yeah, in that game. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Final score of that one was sixty-four to forty-nine after Johnson Central pulled away. Yeah, the Feltner girl yeah. had like. 33 points or something something crazy yeah. like that. So, and, yeah. both of these games, by the way, here's a common theme. Both of these games were 15-point wins. Yeah. Now we go up to the Showtime Bad Girls, whatever you want to call them, versus the Belfry Pirates, the Cinderella story of the tar- girls' tournament so far. Um, at the first part of this game, I'm going to set the stage. We were hot We were. I've never out. seen them yep. shoot like that. We they- were. Kristen Whited. Listen, they were wide open, though. Yeah. Like, it's not like they were bad shots. They were wide open. Yeah, wide open. take those shots every day. Wide open shots. Emma Ratliff, the Nat, hit some big-time shots. Then Whited hit a shot. Then we went down low. I mean, everything was working. We went up uh, 13-2. to Kenzie Maynard was just unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah. Down low, wow. I mean, when we got it down low, by the end of the game, once you get it there, I'm like, it's two. Yeah, yeah so, it's two. Because when you have post moves like that, it's, yeah. it's a guaranteed two. Man, she is t- I yeah. called her the Tim Duncan of girls basketball. She really is. My goodness, I've seen She's her put good. some post moves on some people that are just ridiculous. But anyway. Well, that's the thing. You've got two different types of post players down there. And yeah. either one of them can kill you. <clears throat> You've got Kenzie Maynard, who, you know, has got the moves yeah. and, and, you know, got the athleticism and, and then you've got Kylie Hall, who's yeah, forward did. Kylie, who is just pure power. Yeah. It's yeah, like having and, Tim Duncan and Barkley down there. And it's different. See, Belfry had tall people, but they didn't have both moves. Yeah. They're yeah. just tall. And actually, we would have even done better 
if we had blocked out, you'd have had more over the back calls. Re- really, you would have. Yeah, I mean, there were has a, and usually we're good Bedford's at blocking got a out. Six three center. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. But when you and just jump, with her quickness, yeah. just yeah. kill. When, but when, when you block them out, you're gonna get over the back calls. If you don't, you just jump with them. It's not a foul. So, yeah. timeout, Belfry. After that timeout, Belfry, Belfry did the one thing that they did to us at Pikeville that gave us fits, and Boyd County did to us and gave us fits. They went full court or half court press. Yeah. Or no, it was full court press. I'm sorry. Full court press. They were pressing Trinity. You started to see a little turnover here and there, and Belfry's Kiara Thornsbury went wild after that. And they started hitting some shots, and they cut it uh, to 13 to 10. But our girls, here's the thing about our girls that I love. Bub loves it. Doug loves it. They respond. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, Christy took a timeout. Yeah. Those girls had a game plan. They was like, all right, here's where we're going to counter this. Guess what? Kenzie Maynard got post touches. Yep. And when Kenzie Maynard gets post touches and you can't stop her, it's about done for you. And it goes inside out. Yeah. When, we, when we can go inside out, yeah. we're, we're hard to beat. We're hard to beat. I'm going to say this. I'm going to give Belfry a co- uh, props on one thing. They have a girl over there by the name of Sparks. Mm-hmm. I actually work Jenna with Sparks, her yeah. aunt, Jenna that's, Sparks. That's a really yeah. tall girl, ain't it? Six foot two. Now, yeah. usually when you look at a six foot two girl that is is lanky and all that stuff, you're like, oh, she's just there. That girl can move a little if bit. If you don't like, block her out, yeah. like I'm saying, if you don't block her out, yeah, she's going to out jump you. Yeah. Don't out jump. Don't get in a jumping competition with a six foot two girl. Yeah. Like you have to block them out. When you block them out, you get fouls. Yeah. You'll get her in foul trouble. And she she got a couple rebounds over Kenzie. Yeah. And she did her job. So I'll give her credit for that a hundred percent. Good job by her. And, and to be honest, yeah. uh, she gave Ford Kylie a little bit she of, did. Little yeah. bit of problem. She, hey, listen, she was kind of a nightmare inside yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Now, defensively, she's got to get better. Right. Yeah. But but I I, I you gotta give her a little bit of credit. And I'm going to say this for Miss Trinity Rowe. And I am not – here's a constructive criticism by me. Trinity got mad at me last weekend because she thought that I was calling out some girls. But this is a little bit of a motivation thing, Trinity. Got to cut out the turnovers a little bit. Okay? Well, got to cut out the crazy passes. We can't I, have that. It wasn't even just Trinity. Here's the thing. And, and, and here's what I was saying before. When she crosses half court, and yeah. I think coaches are doing this more. You can't do it full court because she's going to burn you. Okay. Yeah. When she crosses half court, they run and jump her. Yeah. Okay. So that means they're usually in the zone or the two guards out front. You know, when she crosses half court, the both the guards come double team her, make her pass it. Okay. They're trying to take it out of her hands. Yes. So what? How you beat that is you take it straight to the goal. Yeah. Or you hit the open person. Yeah. It's hard to do. Right. However, she controlled the tempo of that game. And it wasn't just her. It was a lot of players. We just didn't have a good passing game. Yeah. It was almost like instinct. Like, don't throw that pass. But even with saying all that. She still had a great game. Yeah. Facilitating. The girls controlled that game from start to finish. It was never in doubt. Here's my point. She just wasn't going to be able to score a lot of points. Here's what I liked about it. She took the ball to the hole. This was one of my knocks, uh, like, a week ago. I was like, man, you need to attack the basket more. She's attacking the basket. And yeah. Kiara Thornsbury got hers, but then Christy made the switch of the tournament. Yeah, yeah that's what I was yeah. getting ready to say. That was a good one. This was a – Belfry was sticking around. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we were controlling yeah. the game, but they were – They were, they were hanging around. They, they were hanging within, around. They were within, yeah. like, 
three possessions. They were a run away from making this a much better ball game. Yeah. And then Christy, I got to give her credit for this. Christy knows, and has, she has like an instinct. She, she knows when to make those switches. And guess what? She made a switch to Riley Tice. And let me tell you, that was an absolute monster switch. Okay? That helped tremendously. And when she came in the game, you could see the info. <laughs> the info. <laughs> you could see the tempo rise. And Riley started to take over that game. Listen, guys, I'm going to say something here, and it might be a hot take, even on this team. I'm, I've seen every girls' team that there is to see this year so far, okay, in the 15th region. Riley Tice, if she isn't already, is quickly becoming the best defensive player. She's really in good. In the 15th region. If she ain't, she's darn close. Listen, Heath, I'm glad you said that because I'm t- I was sitting in my kitchen watching that game. On my computer. Man, she has she's so quick laterally. She didn't know that's that's thorough. Once Christy put Riley on her, Kiara Thornsberry didn't know where to scratch her watch or wind her hind end. She needed what look, I've seen it in boys and girls. You know, I've seen it in boys. one of my favorite dudes uh on our boys team. Uh so quick, just recoverable. Uh Lockhart. No, no, no. I mean like two years ago. Oh, uh, Byard or no, Christian? No, oh. I can't believe I can't remember. That was such a oh, Evan Rhodes, Evan Rhodes. Yeah. yeah, that kid was so recoverable. Yeah, man, he could get beat and get back. Yeah, yeah. like it, and that's what this girl looks like. Yeah, she moves her, she's so quick laterally. Yeah, okay, that's what's good about her. And you can tell, you can tell she has this like chip on her shoulder, like mm-hmm. you're not scoring on me. And that's what matters. As she said on the interview after the game, she got her job. Yeah, and player of the game. Yeah, she her job is to create energy. Her job is to be physical and go out there and and you know kind of raise the tempo a little bit. And she did just that. Kind of like John Collum. Ah, another time. Hashtag she Collum. But here's the deal. Uh, you know, I like that because we need that in a lot of different sports. Like, she takes it personally. And she's not going to get beat. Like, if you beat her, good job, but you ain't going to do it again. She was a nightmare for sixth grader, okay, or a seventh grader. Yeah. I think it's when she was in seventh grade. She was playing junior high ball. Kalen was playing, like, C-team junior high ball. She was, like, a fourth grader. Yeah. And me and JR sat up there. I never will forget this. At Shelby Valley's gym. Okay, I watched Leanne play. Leanne was good. Yeah, uh, Leanne's going to be awesome. I watched Trinity play. New Trinity was going to be good. But me and Jr. And, and all the other girls, you know, Emma and all them. And I looked at Jr. I was like, look at thirty-two. <laughs> I said, Riley Tice, or well, I thought it was Thies at that time. I said, look at her. I said, dude, she is all over the court. Yeah. Everywhere. She reminds me of Michael Kidd Gilchrist. I'm telling you. You know, the UK she, version. She's really even got a crazy yeah. shot like but, Michael Kidd. So, yeah. you got Trinity and on the point guard. And it goes in. You, you have to put Trinity on the point guard. You have to. Yeah. Because that, that listen, point guards don't get enough credit. Yeah. They control the pace of the game. you got to have Trinity on that person. Yeah. But your next best scorer, I don't care where they are on the floor. You put her on. And – you know the thing that impresses me the most about Riley, though, you would think that somebody that aggressive and that 
you know, just throwing caution to the wind and not caring and have no regard for their own body. Yeah. yeah. She's flying all think, over the court. You would think she would be in foul trouble every game. I don't remember seeing her foul out of the ball. And yeah. you can't hurt her. I actually think that was the one that pushed the the, uh, the player the other night that I was like, good for you. Dude. But, yeah, she, she's physical. She takes it I personal. Like it. Yeah, yeah, she finishes. She does. She's good yeah. on offense, and, too. And she sat on the precipice porch and said, I know my role. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And, awesome. and awesome. <laughs> she knows her role, and she knows when to shut her mouth. <laughs> but anyway. I, I've, I've known that girl since she's been in the world. That's I don't. Good. I've never known her but, to shut uh, her mouth. No, that was Christy. <laughs> That's yeah, definitely Christy. I know. I don't I know. Like any of them but anyway, no, final uh, score yeah. of this one was 53-38. to 38. Pikeville pulled away there at the end. Kiara Thornsbury and Belfry never quit. They kept uh, you, battling. You got to give and the nat, the nat defensively aggravated everybody. Nat was defensively everywhere, and she hit a couple threes. Yeah, Thornsbury and, played a good game. Yeah, Thornsbury she, always gives. She her was like three fourths yeah. of their points. Christian yeah. Whitey drove inside. You yeah. know, she's normally the the quote unquote shooter, but yeah, she's more and, lingering. Outside, you know, but she, but she drove did. inside and was making some big baskets. So and Belfry. Uh, it's going to be around for a while. Yeah. They're all young. Yep. Yeah, Kara Thornsbury. It's another deal, man. Yeah. You are seeing such an influx of youth in all of these basketball really teams are. across boys yeah. and girls. And uh, so, man, by the time all of these kids and all of these teams, I know you talk about the 15th region being weak. Well, the boys in boys. In boys. Yeah. But, oh, I mean, but in, in boys and girls, too, by the time all these girls are seniors, uh, man. Yeah. And all these teams. You know, by the time they're all seniors, goodness yeah. Christ. They're, yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, maybe I'm a little harsh. It's just. No, you're right. The quality. You know, I'm not saying yeah. right to see certain things, and you just aren't seeing them on yeah. the boys' side. Right now. All right, guys. So now it's it's the big one. Drum roll, please. We have. Tom Sawyer. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Our girls are in the 15th regional championship game for the fourth year in a row. That's impressive. Yes, itself. yes. We are back-to-back region champs, and now we are going for number three, and we have a very good opponent to play. I think it's going to be an instant class. And it's one we, we haven't played all year. This is the game that we talked about a couple weeks ago that we wanted to see even more, a little bit more than Floyd Central. No. Yeah. Now, see, I yeah. like the scheduling. I don't want to play that team until one game. Right. Yeah. One game. So, you have one team on one side, speaking about our girls, that is very inside-out oriented. We play through our bigs, and we play through our point guard. We can do a little bit of everything. We can make the three-pointers, but we really rely on Kenzie and Kylie to kind of take over the game and really open up our – To touch on one thing we forgot to touch on. Riley, for all the bragging we did on our defense, she was the leading scorer last game. Yes. She had 13 points. The depth of our girls is insane. Yeah. Bub brings it's up really good, good It's really good. Yeah. But our style of play We have is, six girls on this basketball team right now. We're starting five and the one coming off the bench, and every one of them can, and actually can score more. the We've basketball. got more. Probably more. Yeah, you've got yeah, others, too. But, yeah, you know, yeah. we've got six girls right now that can score the basketball yeah. any way you want it scored. Yep. They're a threat. Yes, you got to guard them. So, you got one team that's got depth, and we play inside out, and has been dangerous all year long. We're really clicking. On the other side, you got a team that just like the boys over there lives and dies, lives and dies by the three. 
They have uh, they can score. They average nine three pointers made a game, ladies and gentlemen, and that's hard to do at any level, boys or girls. That is twenty. That's twenty seven points from three pointers. And where they've yes. got a little bit of an advantage over the Johnson Central boys team is that they've got some size down low. Yeah, a little bit, not you know, much. In, in the in Cara Blair. They, they, but they play. She hit how many threes last? Yeah, she Cara, like she threw, three, she threes. Three, three. Cara Blair is 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 more of an outside player. They leave. They list her as a guard. Yeah, that's crazy. That's but, insane. Look, and, and here in, in my keys to this game, here here it is. On defense, we have to defend the three. Yeah. Yes, I think we have such good post players. That you don't want to collapse. Yeah. Okay. On 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 when they throw it inside, our post players can handle that. They they might get in foul trouble, but still they can they can handle it. I, I'll put it to you this way: if Johnson Central's coach calls any plays where they're going down low, he needs to be drug tested. Yeah, it's yeah. bad. But I mean, you know what's coming. But you have to. You can't. Here here's another deal, and this happens all the time in transition, on a miss, not a make, a miss. You tend to lose shooters in transition. Yeah. You can't lose shooters in transition. No. So, like, their best shooters, you got to know where they are all the time. Absolutely. Hey, Sammy Sites. Sammy Sites is one of those girls. Know where she is all the time. Yeah. You Mackenzie's another her. Yeah, you can't lose her. You can't lose her. You can't let her go spot up <laughs> at the corner and be like, hey, give me a free three. You know, you can't do that. Mackenzie is another one you got to watch out for. You're right. She'll but, hit the three. Then Claire Blair will go out there yeah. and, and make threes. You have to defend the three. However, yeah. on defense, you know, it, that, that's part of it. But offensively, you have to make sure that you go inside out. You can't, and I know they're going to run and jump Trinity. Trinity has to attack the basket. She has to deliver the ball. We also have to hit some threes. Yeah. We also need to, the biggest key of the game, utilize the inside game. Period. Yeah, apparently. we've we've got the best post players in the region. Yeah, Easy. hold on, Bub. Let me say this before you go here. This is the ultimate case of the best offensive team yep. in the region versus the best defensive team. I agree in the region. One of the best defensive girls basketball teams I've ever seen. ever seen. And I always lean towards defense. Defense, you don't, look. It doesn't matter if you're hot. On, on offense. If you're hot and cold, it matters. Yeah, defense, it doesn't. You're always good if you're defensively good. The right. key to this one, to me, has got to be Kenzie and, and Kylie, the K&K pain factory. Yeah. They man. have to be on point. Trinity's going to get you the ball. Yeah. yeah. Trinity, they're going to feed you, and and Christie's going to make sure they feed them a lot. Yeah. Here's the thing you've got to do. you got to make you got to make sure that every opportunity you get pays off. You've got to make sure you score underneath. You can't. Kenzie's good at that. You can't take trips off. Like yeah. every trip down the floor matters. Yeah. And this is something in boys and girls. And this is something the high school coaches preach. Because in college, you realize it real fast. Yeah. <laughs> you don't take trips off. Like you can't just jog one time down. Like I'm going to get my breath. Yeah. And, you know, next time I'll do good. You have to go full speed, 110% the whole time. Here's the thing that I'm kind of worried about. Okay. Because Claire Blair is going to be a big factor for Johnson Central. She because she can game. shoot. She yes. had a good game last yeah, game. Kind of yeah. what worries me about that, I, I think I know where you're going with She's this, going though. to take Kenzie away from the basket. Or forward Kylie. Or forward Kylie. She's going to take him away from the basket. But the good news about that is, is you've still got forward Kylie down low. Yeah. If so, we block out, it won't matter. And So what I'm worried about, hold on, what I'm worried about is 
is that the girls, after those lanes are going to be opened up, they're going to try to penetrate and get to the goal. The girls have got to be down in a good position and fight that off and not let them get to the goal if they bring out uh, Kenzie or Riley, or Riley, excuse me, or Kylie. You know, you have to be disciplined on defense. I'm, and we haven't seen a team like this all year. You're right. I'm more curious about what defense they're going to run. Are they going to box and chase us? Yeah. Are they going to put a box and then chase Trinity? Are they going to run a jumper? Are they going to go two, three? You can't run Are they going to press us? It's a good – now, listen. Press has been a problem no, for us. I hope they do. I hope they do. Because we can beat a full-court press now. However, that three-fourths court press – Real harder. Real yeah, harder. but here's the deal. If they want to press us, here's what we have on them that they don't have. We have height. And, and you can beat a press with height. And also with if length. I, yeah. You know, you've got Kenzie, you've got Ford Kylie down there. I haven't I haven't seen a team since Boyd County really kill us with a press. Yeah, we've got a lot better with And them. I'm telling you, after that first game, I think we learned a lot. And it's they're freshmen. Well, Belfry gave us a little bit of problems because They've yeah. got five guards out there that can press and use their quickness, and it kind of bothered Trinity well, a little it, bit. Well, it's like three guards and a six-foot-two girl. But here's the deal. Like, I, I really think we're, we're fine with the press now, but it's like once you cross, cross half court, what do they fall back in? I'm curious yeah. about their half-court presence. If they go in a two-three zone or something like oh, that. They, they, you can't two-three you're zone. You're done. We're going to carve them rain threes on them. Yeah. It's going to be raining threes, and then once you start coming up on that, it's going right down into Kenzie, and then good luck. Yeah. So I, I'm going to say this, and I and I'm making this proclamation right here. I do not think that Johnson Central has the depth, or they have the height to beat us down low. They just I, don't. I worry if about, they're going to beat us, they're going to beat us with the three points. I agree, yeah. and I worry about Sammy Sides. She's been listen her whole career. Is she the one yeah. with the broken hand though? I, no, that's the uh, Blair girl, no. the yeah. guard. This girl has been a factor, especially when it gets crunch time, mm-hmm. in like the last three regional tournaments. Yeah. She's my number one player to watch. If I'm a Pipeville Panther, I want to see what Sammy Sites does. Yeah. Because she's a good player. She's good. And Blair at point guard is no slouch. No. She can well, play. And, and it, she's it, a little hampered with the broken hand, playing with the broken hand. That's that's a tough girl, man. Uh. You know how many boys players would play with a broken hand? Uh, I no, I haven't seen many. Okay, I, mean, I she, would, She's a tough girl, man. She's tough. Doug, you wouldn't play with a hangnail. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> no, listen, this game is going to come down to one of two things: who wants it more? Yeah, like yet again, right. yeah. I think it's good. every game you've seen this year, COVID yeah. year too. I mean, man, it. And honestly, I really feel bad not saying this. Like, man, hats off to all these teams. Oh yeah. Like, these kids have gone through something that we never had to do. No. And they're still playing hard, you know. And there's a lot of weird stuff going on with COVID, and, you know, fans. And you don't got the normal student sections and, and stuff like that. But, man, God bless them. I'm just glad we had a good tournament and stuff like that. Yeah. But I'll tell you what. You're right, JR. Who wants it more? How do you want your season to be remembered? Exactly. Do you, as a girls team for Pikeville, do you want to get back down there to state? and see if you can compete with some of those bigger girls, bigger girls' teams? Or do you want to go home and, you know, really, uh, you know, 
focus on that loss all year long and have it in your brain. I don't think they do. I really want to focus on this. Do you want Dougal to buy you like 20 pounds of shrimp and a bunch of steaks? Yeah. Yeah. I want that, Doug. It's out there. It's out there. I'm throwing it out there. So. Throwing it out there. We're out above bribery. So, we, we win this region. Hey, it's steak and shrimp, baby. I want I want the girls team to win for a lot of reasons, but probably the number one reason if man, if they lose this one, we're gonna get blamed for it because we interviewed them last week. It is time. No, we already yeah, won a game. we can't we no, don't no, want no, to I, I don't That's want the hell podcast curse. No, you can't do that because look, they already won a game after that. Yeah. We'd have nothing to do with it. But okay. They're okay. gonna show up to play. All right, guys. It is time for our predictions. We love it. We always love it here, and it's tough, but we got to do it because everybody loves our predictions. All right, we're going to start with Duggle on this one. Duggle, who wins, Pikeville or Johnson Central, and why? From what I've seen and what I know and the players I've met and watching games, I do not see this Pikeville Panther girls team showing up not ready to play Yeah, defensively. I don't care what happens. They might be off a little bit. Who knows? They could be red hot. You know, the last game, they're red hot starting the game. That always helps. And I hope that happens this time. But I'm telling you, I think Trinity's going to play a great game. I think our inside players are the key. I think guarding the three is going to be important. Very. Very. Okay. But our, our, our bigs have to defend that inside. Okay. And block out. Not yeah. just turn around and look at the rim. Yeah. And try and get rebounds. I know they're a smaller team, but you got to put bodies on people. Get, get them in foul trouble. Yeah. All right. But I think Pikeville's going to win this game. Uh, and I think they're going to win it by seven. Bub? Well, considering I called the district championship game right on the money, uh, oh, now, I've got a lot of, now I've got a lot of pressure on myself. Man, Good 17 job, was just outside the norm. Yeah. I can't believe you called Dude, that. Dude, I told you. That is. As far as Shelby Valley was concerned, we were more than 15 points better and less than 20 points better right now than they are on, you know, just across the board. Um, Considering that I haven't really seen us play Johnson Central, this one's a little bit harder to call. Uh, You know, I'm probably not going to get this one right uh, as far as score-wise, but I do believe Pipe wins the ball game. Uh, because Johnson Central is not going to be able to shoot the ball and run their offense against our girls' defense if they show up to play, which I know they will, and play like I know they can. Uh, They're not going to be able to get in that type of a rhythm against us. Here's the one thing that I was going to say this earlier. The one thing that never shows up on stat sheets Okay, that that I think kind of sets our girls' team apart. Oh, there's a ton of things. There's a ton that of things don't show up on. But here's statues. here's the number one thing in my opinion: we get hands in passing lanes better than any team. We get tips, you know, with the tips, with everything. It's hard to even pass the ball on us. It's hard to get offensive rebounds too. Yeah, it's really very hard. hard. Yeah, and so what? You know, if we can guard the three, and I I. You know, I'm sure that's what Christie's, you know, probably over there right this very second telling them girls right now to, you know, telling them to be sure they guard the perimeter. You guard the perimeter and you own the boards, Pipe wins by eight points. All right. So there's one girl in this game that I think is going to be key, and it's on our side. It's going to be She Column. Yep. The reason I say that is because Kylie Hall 
is a beast down low, and so is Kenzie. But Kylie Hall is not one of those girls that's going to beat you in a foot race. All right, I'm not saying anything bad about nothing her. I'm just saying, about yeah, Kylie. No, yeah no, she no. is a beast of a player. But when Riley comes in, and here's the thing that Christy can do: they start getting hot. She can pull Kylie or Kenzie. Yeah, yeah. You put Riley in there, mm-hmm. and guess what? Your three-point shots are at least going to go down a little bit because you're not going to have many open looks because Riley can chase you yeah. 90 feet. Yeah. Dude, all over the let, court. Listen, she's like a dog with a bone. Yes. Who do you, who do you put her on? Yeah. Who do you put you her on? You could put her on Claire well, Blair. What, let's see what happens. Yeah. Honestly, you know where I think she's going to be? Sammy Sites. Sammy Sites. Either Sammy Sites. Sammy Sites is – listen, <laughs> yeah. guys, I'm calling this before it happens, and I know I'm right. Sammy Sites is the key to this game. Yeah. If they, if we can shut her down, we win. Yeah, we win, and we have the girl to do it, Riley. And I think she's so important for this game. Yeah. Not because saying that anybody can, else at guard Sammy well, can't yeah. be effective no, against her because, not at all. Because she can play inside, and if you need her to on defense, she can guard any all five positions, all five positions, she's and it's hard. Well, yeah. Yes, and I've had quasi friends from Painesville tell me that's the key to this game. Yeah. Sammy Sykes. And if she can get in Sammy Sykes' face and frustrate her, and Claire Blair don't get those open looks, because she yeah. is a standout side shooter. She She's is. waiting I'm, for the three court shot. Yeah. Well, that's hurt. the thing. If, Here's what you do with Claire Blair. Since we are blessed with two girls down low that are really good post presence, very good. You switch Kenzie and, and Kylie out. When she comes down low, put Kenzie on yeah. her. Kenzie, or, or not Kenzie. Uh, Ford Kylie will eat her up. If she wants to go out to that three-point line, let Kenzie go out there and guard her. Yeah, there's awesome. so many. Here, here's yeah. our blessing. Here's our blessing. We can go small and we can go big. Yeah. yeah. Now, sometimes you want to go small. Pick your poison. Yeah. All right. Now, that's fine. That's fine. As long as we're good defensively, I yeah. feel good about this game. Absolutely. Also, another key is Leanne Jackson, who really didn't get a whole lot of minutes last game. But let me tell you something. She can guard a lot yeah. of positions out there too. She's quick, aggressively, yeah. very aggressively quick. Yes. Yeah. too. And she'll get in some of those girls' face. Yep. Now, what I kind of worry about is the whole pulling everybody out and driving to the basket. Yeah. Or is that going to throw us off? Because we haven't seen that much from a lot of people. Well, as long as you guard the three, yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. It's okay. I, I mean, you're going to yeah. get some open looks. The, another thing. Either one of our girls in the post. Can handle it by the can lock it down I, by the. I self. totally agree with. They you. can either one of them yeah. by themselves can yeah. hold it down. I agree. Johnson Central spacing is very important. It is, and we've got to make sure that we defend that well. But yeah, because the them being of, a smaller team and it being a wider court. Yeah. Okay. Even uh, harder for college girls. court. Yeah. yeah. It's it. They're going to try to spread us out and thin us out as much yeah, as they can. It's five feet wider, ten feet longer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So defense is usually what takes a lick. In those games, yeah. So that's really the only thing I Which worry is about. Even more impressive is what this girls team's been able to do. I know. In tournament I think, play, they're averaging giving up thirty-four points. Well, he, yeah. here's another thing, and this is my shout out to our Pipe girls. What's the one time that you've heard Trinity Rowe and those girls were like upset with their offensive play when they had eighteen points in a game in the first yeah. half? Right? Yeah. It, it bothered them. Yeah. Okay. Twenty points. That that's. If if we score under twenty in the first half, we're in trouble. If we go, if we exceed that, we're gonna be fine. I, I dude, I don't even know about that because there is so many times, you know, the Letcher Central game. Yeah, uh, over at Letcher Central, they had us on the ropes over there. 
we pulled away like it was just nothing and made it. Well, I mean, Lawrence it, County was the same way. And, you know, uh, the Shelby Valley game, they're winning at halftime. Yeah. You know, they take a, what, a 7-0 lead on us or something like that? Something like that. So, I mean, it, it's – You got it. These girls point. don't panic. You're right, and that's important because, look, in basketball, it's a game of runs, okay? Yeah. So, if you go – okay, let's say we start that game and go down 7 nothing. You can't panic. Yeah. It's a game of runs. We know yeah. we're going to score a lot of points. You don't freak out. You just step up your D. And also, I also coached in a game in a regional final where our Pottville boys were down 18 Yeah, yeah. in the first half. Yeah. Okay, we cut it to nine at halftime. My number one thing and I said to that And by team, what, like 30 points oh, down it, the stretch? Well, Kate Byers had 39 points. Yeah. Listen, the number one thing I said at halftime for a second half team they're not ahead that much. Though. I was at that game, Doug. I was, yeah. I came out of hibernation yeah. just in time. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I'm we freaked out. He's here now. Yeah, it, it's nuts. But I'm just saying, you don't freak out. You do what you can. Nobody can shoot hot like that for a whole game. Yeah. You you bide your time and then you go win. So I'm going to say this. Johnson Central is going to come out, and they're going to be hot at first, and they're going to make some threes because we ain't used to seeing that type of offense. Possibly. It's either going to go back and forth or they're going to take a lead. After we take a timeout or something like that or we regroup, I see our girls taking over this game. And my final score, we're going to win this ball game. We're going to win the game. (laughs) Win the game. By 10. We're going to win the game by 10. See, I think it's going to be the fourth quarter, dude. Fourth they quarter. are pulling up the Joe Willie name it. We man. are going to win the game by 10 points. You guarantee it? And I am going to say this. A big thing about this, too, pollen sucks. Pollen. Yeah. Pollen. Uh, I'm going to say this. When we were supposed to play them two weeks ago, I'm pretty sure Johnson Central was the one who canceled that game. Because Christy Orham has no problem playing anybody bigger than she is. JR, I like we didn't play. There was, I there, do. Was some, yeah. there were some rumors swirling about that, that <laughs> we may have canceled that game. And I said, Christy Orham ain't afraid to play Boyd County and, and, and uh, Shelby, Shelby County, County and yeah, all them. Yeah. South Laurel. You know, why is she going to cancel against Johnson Central? And I think sense. those girls got ticked off about it because they wanted to play that game. And they wanted to get some – they wanted to rebound from that upset game against Boyd hey, Central. hey. Right now, listen, yeah. this doesn't happen in life a lot of times. Yeah. Okay. A lot of times we don't know when life's going to take us different ways. Yeah. You got your shot right now. Yeah. All right. You show up to play. You do what you can and what we know you can do, and you win this game. And, Doug, me and you touched on it the other night. The reason why Johnson Central always has an X on their back, a big red X, is because they are the biggest school in this region. Yeah. And everybody we, wants your head. It's really sad, though. You know, like their boys, they got like 4,000 kids. Yeah. They start with five guards. You it's know? crazy. I told y'all last night because Matney's got all the big guys wrestling and playing football. It's crazy. Like, it's kind of a shame. Like, they yeah. should dominate, really. I mean, when when I was in school, we just beat up on them. But, I mean, that, they've got good coaches now. But Pikeville it, has the better team. I guess they got them short over in Oil Springs or something. Evidently. <laughs> I will beat me and Bub and Doug. Hope, well, I don't know if Doug Now, J.R. Vanhoos will differ in your opinion. Probably. Okay, but yeah. I, I love him. But, it's going to be a war. It's going to be a war. And it's going to come down to who has the better inside game when the shots ain't falling in Pikeville does. We also and who have has experience depth. in this situation, yeah. and I like it. 
Oh, you, it's hard to beat experience. Hey, do you think our popicles are going to blink? No, I don't. I, they're used to this. I, I don't see it. Them yeah. girls are they ready to play it, this man. They eat it for they breakfast. Love, they, they love, love it. it. And that's All what right. I love about them. All right, guys, we're going to have to end the podcast because we're about to run out of time. Thank you to our amazing sponsors, Bruce Walters Ford and Faith Pharmacy. We love you guys. Thank you again for all your amazing sponsorship. Remember, if you want a vehicle that is a Kia and you get free oil changes for, for the duration life. of the vehicle, and go visit Christy over there and all the girls over there at Faith Pharmacy, they will take great care of you. Um, what? Bruce Walters. Yeah, I, the oil. Yeah, yeah. Free yeah, the oil, oil change. Free oil changes yeah. for the duration of the Kia. Yeah. Okay. And then Christy, go see them over there at Faith Pharmacy because they're great. They're there just awesome. Sorry about that, folks. We had a two-hour time limit and didn't even know we did it on our little <laughs> machine over here. But uh, finishing this out, um, our amazing sponsors. We can't thank you all enough. You believed in us when no one else did, and we uh, really appreciate it. Big shout out to the girls. Go get a three-peat. Let's do something that no girls team has ever done in a very long time in the 15th region, period. And I think you guys can even do more than that past this year. But let's focus on this year right now, and let's get it done. Because we believe in you, and everybody here at the Hell Podcast believes in you girls. We love you, and uh, we're going to be there. this entire you. community behind you right now. Absolutely. Well, uh, you may think that girls basketball, some people may think, oh, it's an afterthought. Listen. Go watch these girls play, and you'll think differently after you get done. Yeah. Let me tell you, they are fun to watch, very entertaining, and I love I love every minute of being there after we watch these girls play. So go support our girls tomorrow. The game will be at – 7 o'clock, I think. It will be at 7 o'clock. At the Expo. At the Expo Center tomorrow. Going to be a – Going to be a war. Go there. Wear maroon. Wear your mask, your maroon mask. And cheer on these girls. I want to see, I want to see people getting turned away because there's so many people there. Sixty percent capacity. Sixty percent capacity. So, Let's get it to sixty point two. So get there early if you want to watch the game. Make sure you go get your tickets. Uh, socially distance. Do your part. You know, with the whole COVID thing. Student section. Yeah. I want to hear you. Yeah. Uh, go all out tomorrow. Student section. It's going to be. We want it live. Live tomorrow. All so, the way live. Yeah. Uh, we will have, hopefully, if we win this game, uh, we will have a special interview with all these girls. We got to have another one after that great interview. So that's going to conclude the Hell Podcast today. We're going to get out of here. And, man, I'm so pumped up for We're tomorrow. We're going to call that the steak and shrimp interview. Yeah, yeah the uh, surf and turf interview. So, girls, just go get it done, man. Let's do this. How about it? All right? And good night, she column, wherever you may <laughs> yeah. be. Get some rest. That yeah. it. All right, guys. We're out of here. We love you. And at the end of the day, hail Pikeville. Win region. <laughs>